no intro music in our ears. It's like we just don't even know what to do. Well, it's going to be there. I mean, it'll be there. But it's, it's just not there directly right now. That's okay, though. I don't even think that's remotely what it sounds like. That did not sound like an Irish jig. That didn't sound like anything. We are the New Utah Podcast. This is episode number 54. We are not in our normal studio environment. We're in our secondary studio. Yeah, we're in our second home in James's house. Uh, Thanks, James. Every time I come over here, he's got some other <laughs> new cool-ass thing. This time, it's a uh, naked lady table. <laughs> it's it not just a naked lady table. It's a naked mermaid lady table. Yeah, with another fish, I think, right? Yes. yes. There's an extra fish in there? Yes. I thought that the like scales were in a weird spot for a naked mermaid, but anyway. It's a really cool piece. It is it. really cool. Jeremy thought it was so cool that he didn't even notice it until after we pointed it out several times. Oh, I noticed that I was just in awe. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was speechless. Yeah, and and I'm a little jealous because he's got an R2D2 lunchbox that stands up like R2D2. Did you see his cute little uh, uh, BB-8 teapot? No. If your R2D2 now. lunchbox and your BB-8 teapot disappear, we did not take them. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Because BB-8 is my new favorite. Just saying, we're going to make space for you to buy some other stuff, James. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you guys are never coming back. (laughs) I'm sorry I brought thieves into your home, James. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so we are talking to Stephen Hatch from Hatch Family Chocolates today. Um, And your creativity podcast. And your creativity podcast. Um, And... uh, yeah. So, I had a long trip. So everyone knows. I had a long trip. Uh, <laughs> Bree tried to take the thing that I'm Because you're going to break it. Then you're going to feel sad. It's okay. We're getting new ones. Not, do you not, think that this has new real no. strawberries? Do you think this has real strawberries in it? Probably. As opposed to fake ones? Yeah. yeah I would like not. Like just flavoring? Don't do it. No. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Just cut it in half and look. She's allergic. No, it's got real strawberry. We'll have to take her to the I, hospital. Everything else has nuts in it, so that's if, or salt on it, so it precludes. We'll me. have to I'm, take her to the done. hospital right by Hatch Family. <laughs> well, it's true. You then I can get ones. something else. That's right, <laughs> it's like a win-win situation. That's up in the avenues uh, off of Eighth Avenue, folks. <laughs> by LDS hospital. hospital. You'll understand later. Don't worry. <laughs> it's coming. So anyway, it. so I, this long ass trip uh, where I spent like twelve plus hours traveling one day. Um, to Virginia. It was kind of a hellish weekend. And so last night, I went to bed at 9 o'clock. <laughs> like, just straight up, I was like, I'm, I'm just going to sleep. And Cassie comes in. She's like, is Chris already going to bed? Yep. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to. And I woke up this morning when I woke up, which was actually before my alarm, and I felt fantastic. I woke up before my alarm, and I did not feel fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a different reason you woke up before your alarm, because you did not go to bed at 9 o'clock. No, I did not. You probably went to bed at, like, midnight or 1. Mm. It's about twelve thirty-ish yeah. or so. See, except midnight to one, somewhere in there. <laughs> uh, I'm so a late yeah. night person. I did, uh, you know, I was disappointed in my garden, and uh, I, I went and looked at it um, Sunday. Yes. Yeah, Sunday, and um, I've got some butternut squash that seems to be popping up. Uh, a couple of regular squash plants. I'm not sure if I have cucumbers or weeds yet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. They can look very similar. <laughs> well, when they're little, 
like the and I don't know enough about gardening to know what the cucumber leaf is supposed to look yeah. like. Like the squash leaves are very clearly not the same as the weeds and the clover that's nearby. It's them. not clover. It looks like clover. It doesn't look like clover. So Whatever. so my sixteen year old weeded has been helping weeding. That while well, all my kids weed, that's just part of living in my house. She uh weeded all of my cucumbers this morning. Oh god, she pulled them all. Pulled them all. Oh no! <laughs> so I got to replant my cucumbers for the third can you, time. Can you plant those cucumbers, or? Well, she pulled them, and they were just—they're not—they're—they're they're from seeds. Yeah. So they were just little seedlings. So they're just little straight Cause up. Because I, I came out to check to make sure she got everything, and I'm like, "Where's the cucumbers? The what? The things are on the top of those mounds. Oh, I thought they were weeds. <laughs> no. No, so no, did Heather tell plans. you what I what I threatened to do with my 17-year-old and your 17-year-old? Well, she did. That's, you should tell that story. It's very funny. So um, my 17-year-old is very ungrateful. So is my 19-year-old, speaking of. Uh, I don't make them do anything except for clean their own room, which is pretty even rare for that, and uh, clean their bathroom every now and again. And they're pretty decent when I ask them to clean the bathroom and stuff, but those are their chores. Like, that's all they have to do. There's no mowing lawn. They don't do the laundry. They don't, they don't really do much of anything else. They don't, they're not required to do dishes or, or help around the house in any way, shape, or form. And, and that's yes, because I'm, folks, they are spoiled I'm very particular about the way I like things done. I even complain about the way Chris does them. So it's my fault. It's totally my fault. But the other day, she was being the biggest bitch on the planet. I was so pissed at her. And I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go trade you for Jeremy's 17-year-old daughter. And I'm going to let her sit in your room on her ass and watch Netflix on your iPad and your laptop and your iPhone for as long as she wants and go to bed whenever she wants and wake up whenever she wants and make her food whenever she wants and not put her plates away and leave the bathroom a mess and not have to do a thing while you go over to Jeremy's and weed and mow the lawn and have specific chores that and you're required to do. That's right. the chickens and clean up dog shit. Heather said that your daughter would probably not want to come home. <laughs> Given the choice, no, she would stay at your house forever. I'm yeah. afraid to say, though, I don't think your daughter would last two or three hours. No, no. I, I think she, she she would last a day. I think she's stronger willed than you or your wife, though. <laughs> she, <laughs> Maybe. Would, she would last a day of, of being respectful because she would be in a strange place. And as soon as she got comfortable, she'd be like, yeah, I'll do that later. And what no. she would probably do is convince your oh, other kids not to do anything as well. She'd start like swearing. Because she's like, so this is what's weird. So, so Sean is, she's very much a follower in a sense. Like she will do pretty much whatever someone suggests if they're her friends or remotely close to her friends. Um, but she's she, also very much a leader. Like somehow. she has this, this, this presence about her that people gravitate to her. And follow her example and do what she says to do, like magically for no reason. So it's a little weird in, in terms of dynamic because she's not like, she doesn't have that leadership like, I'm going to tell everyone what to do, but people just do what she says. Huh. It's and weird. she's a dick. <laughs> she is an asshole. <laughs> she's a big, both of my daughters are dicks. So in middle school, um, she made this girl. It wasn't middle school. Yes, it was. Was it? It was like sixth grade, I think. Oh, yeah. So she made this girl. Well, first off, she called her rat face. Not to her face, but no. she called her rat face. But they made her 
So they spit on a cookie and made her eat the cookie. Wow. And yeah. she didn't understand what was wrong with like that. Like it didn't initially. it didn't occur to her. Like even when like I said, was, "Would you want to eat a cookie like that?" Well, no. So why'd you make her do it? I don't know. Like it just it didn't <laughs> Yeah. She's not But yet she is like my most empathetic child. If I am sad or hurt or if they realize that they hurt my feelings in some way, shape or form, she's the first one that comes and is there to apologize and snuggle and 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 be sorry for it. I don't get it. She's like I don't know. Sounds bipolar. She's yin and yang. <laughs> <laughs> You would you would just love her. She but she just, is she is officially driving and working. That's good and working. So uh, stay off the roads if you're in Kearns um, or uh, anywhere between Kearns and West uh, Jordan. It's what? just Kearns no. and West Jordan. No, when she drives up to South Mountain. Yeah, or anywhere. Yeah, in you're between fucked here. when she goes to her boyfriend's house, folks, because <coughs> she's driving clear across the valley. So um, anyway, Jess, this weekend was Pride, and I know you did a lot. Yep, I did. You had some famous Your pictures Your nails are still pridey. Famous. Well, I don't know if I would call it famous. I just... Infamous? Happened to snap a picture at the right moment because I thought it looked good, so... Mm, that's how famous pictures come about. They're not so. planned out. Unlike the, the weird Jesus engagement pictures they were talking about on X96 the last couple of days. <laughs> that's no, those are very planned out. Those are... That's some weird shit. Like, why would you want your picture with a fake Jesus? Have you heard about that, Because the real one's dead. What? Have no. you heard about Dude, it? Uh-uh. I got to pull up some pictures. There's a <laughs> there's a company now. It's a Utah company. It's a Utah company. And they have a fake Jesus that you hire. And he's in your, oh, dude, your family like pictures, Jesus. your looks, engagement pictures. pictures. He, he holding like, your newborn baby. To be clear, he looks like Mormon Jesus, not like a real Jesus. That's the look. white Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Anyone wondering? He's white Jesus. White Jesus. Wow. I just, if I did that, he would be in one picture. And he would be doing the buddy Jesus. From <laughs> <laughs> and he would be in that picture with me doing that. So that's just that's weird. Why the fuck would you want that in your engagement photo? I don't know. That is like, weird. I, I mean, even as like a like card carrying, oh like, like, like super religious person, why would you want a fake Jesus in your that's photo? Creepy. That's just weird. It's so fucked up. Um, like I don't know if I'd, I would really want a picture with like a like real Jesus, like because it's just weird. Well, <laughs> the title of this page says "Making Room for Jesus in Our Engagement." <laughs> they understand, right? Like the Holy Ghost thing ends when you get married in, in Mormonism, right? Like, no, the, the, end. you got. I can't see the Holy Ghost between you when you're dancing. Now, when you're Mormons and you're married, that's when you, that goes away. The Holy Ghost dies and you get right to each Doesn't other. Doesn't die. These blogs are hilarious. <laughs> yeah, the comments on these photos are. No, they're like actual blogs. Like, <sighs> white Jesus joins Mormon couples engagement photos on the internet. Just say no to Jesus and me engagement photos. Like, those, and those are active in the so last my, two days. <laughs> my texting meme. Silence. Yeah, pure silence. Travis, you, I can't read it because Jeremy took the phone away from me. You can't, you can't pause to read on Sorry. a podcast, babe. Yeah, you need to blame Jeremy for that. Sorry. He shoved a picture I'm in my face. Yeah, and goes, but you were the one that stopped and read it. Sorry. Or you could have just I, explained the meme. I'm being distracted. I, I was trying to read the meme first. It's all right. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It's over. Uh, so anyway, back to you, Jess. Um, Pride. Pride? Did you have fun? Yeah, I did. 
Mm-hmm. Good experience? Uh, it always is. It's evolved Did you throw candy at the uh, gay people walking down the street? Did I throw <laughs> is that Is that not how it works? No, the gay people throw candy at you. Oh. No, that doesn't even and happen either. Also, they're not Clearly all Clearly, you guys need to go. They're not I've all been, gay. No, I was just teasing. There, I've there's, been. There's plenty of straight supporters out there. What were some highlights? Give us a couple highlights, yeah. please. Uh, my friend won the Miss City Weekly pageant on Thursday, which was amazing. And was uh, that Harriet? No, Harriet no. was Miss City Weekly two years ago. Oh, who won? Uh, his name is Rory Hollis, and he did an amazing silk performance. Uh, if you don't know what silks are, they hang from the ceiling, and oh. you wrap yourself in them and pull yourself up and do all kinds of acrobatics. They had those at the Halloween. Yeah, if you you ever see Cirque du Soleil, they use a lot of silks there. Yeah, it was. And he, so he only started drag in, I think he said it was like about October, which is when I met him, and also started silks just a couple months before that. So you're driving people to drag. Uh, Apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. You'd have to ask him. You have to be strong to do the silks. I'd like get up there and then fall. Yeah, it was, it was, um, literally heart stopping it was amazing and the crowd's reaction was amazing and i'm i'm so proud of him for winning um yeah it was just going to the parade and taking the infamous uh, so x96 I, picture. I will i will say because pride is a is a whole basically a week-long thing um culminating in, in the parade on sunday uh but and, and i shared this out uh out on our facebook page thursday morning yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, but Misty K. Snow um, received quite the award. Um, yes, Breaking Barriers Award. Breaking Barriers Award, award um, for her, just her involvement, her, her political run and uh, mm-hmm. for Senate. And, and I got to talk done. to her for a few minutes. I ran into her on. Oh, awesome. Well, she opened the parade. Um, I don't know. She's like the second entry, I think. And uh, we cheered really loud for her. And, and then I ran into her at the actual festival and got to talk to her for a few minutes. So that was cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah I, she's she's fantastic. She's a little concerned. She says her new campaign manager is very shy, which made me giggle a little bit. <laughs> That's not we know that there'll never be another Ginevra. <laughs> no, but, but you can't have a shy campaign manager. Well, especially, yeah, we'll see what happens. But especially she likes her, so, talk. yeah. You so. ran into Ginevra, too, speaking of Ginevra. I did. She's starting a new a new organization. Did you know there are only nine states that it's illegal for conversion therapy? Um, let me guess. Utah's one of them. No. No. It's, it's, it's totally legal, legal here. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's legal here. So Yeah, that's not really good. Yeah. So no, she's I was she's uh being sarcastic. She's starting that organization and um she's always doing something amazing and to I I don't want this to come across as egotistical, but it's going to. But today she listed a huge list of all these people that inspire her and I mean, we're talking everyone from Nelson Mandela to Princess Diana to Misty K. Snow, and my name was on the bottom of that list. That's <laughs> awesome. Really cool. That's it was, it was very humbling. So That's great. Yeah, lots of cool things in Utah uh, that go on. What did you do, Jeremy? Anything? You work? <sighs> uh, yeah, more and more. It's garden season. Uh, we had a barbecue in the backyard. Uh, let's see, it was Memorial, so yeah, family. Nope. No, that was, last week. that was two weeks ago. That was two weeks ago. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. So you don't Jeremy forgot what he did. Well, no, I just didn't do anything cool like you guys. He just got too drunk. We didn't do anything cool. Our kid's birthday was this weekend. Yeah, that, that was, was it. About it. I will say this, though, okay, so <laughs> I know we're in advance, but I'm going to talk about 
Well, we're not really. We're not quite to events. So, Bree's dad comes over. So, first off, Bree's dad was supposed to come over on Saturday because he had something going on. Well, he wasn't supposed to. He texted me and he he asked if he could come over. Around 6 on Saturday because he had something going on. He's doing some charity thing on Sunday. make a wish. And couldn't make her birthday. So, he says he came over. We were both sitting. We're just sitting in our bedroom, which is... Right next to the front door, essentially. I mean, it's right by the front door. But you guys have come over to our house. You know what happens when you come over to our house and knock the Dogs go crazy. The dogs go ape shit. Before you, you even, like, knock or anything. Yeah, half the, the time steps. as you get to the steps, they're going ape shit. Because they know someone's there. So he texts at, like, 6.30. He goes, well, I guess you guys left. Uh, I waited for a few minutes and no one was here. So I left. So, But then he comes over on, on Sunday um, he does manage to, to show up for a few minutes. He doesn't text first, though. No, just shows up. And like, well, okay, so back back to Saturday. So Saturday, he tells Bree that, and she's like, uh, we've been here the whole time. The dogs didn't bark. Like, I don't think he was Cassie here. Cassie was downstairs watching yeah. TV. Like, she didn't hear anything. And I tell, I tell Cassie, and she goes, why does he have to lie about that shit? <laughs> <laughs> but so then he calls her ex-husband to, to bitch about us not being there. And she's like, why the hell is he calling you? Why didn't he just call me? So I texted him, and I'm like, you know, my phone works as a phone, too. Well, we just always text. Okay. Yeah. So why didn't you text and say, I'm here? I said, instead of, I would call you right okay, now, but I'd probably yell at you. So, so but the, the reason I'm telling this story is because Sunday he comes over. And he's only there for like five or ten minutes. But he comes, and he's walking to our porch. And the dogs start going fucking psycho like they always do, just and he's like, oh, I guess they do go and crazy. And Chopper wouldn't stop until I yelled at him to stop. And he's like, oh, I guess the dogs do go crazy. And then his next comment was, you, you look, look terrible. terrible. Is this the <laughs> same one that said your daughter wears hooker pants? Yeah. The, no, he, no, no, called no, her, no. he called her. No, that's, the, so that's, that's her grandpa. dad. The other grandpa, Don's, Don's dad, is the one that called Cassie. But this is, the, oh, this is the grandpa that called my ex-husband ugly like he's like hey ugly and then he turned to my other daughter and said you, you look, look just, just like, like your, dad. your dad and then he turned to my other daughter and said it's a good thing you look like your mom <laughs> wow he's, you know, he's, an quick awesome. he's, he's an awesome well dude. i just don't think he like even realizes what's coming out of his mouth this is the problem i said thanks a lot dad he goes you just look tired I said, okay, that's way better. It's not any better. Is he always drunk? Is that the reason? No, no he doesn't drink anymore. Oh, no. he did. He did when I knew him. No, yeah, I think he doesn't he's drink just, anymore. He's just like a pathological liar. You know, like he lies about stuff he has. Like if he would have said, so this one time, if he would have just said, hey, I've got this other engagement, I can't make it. Okay, that's fine. But instead he lies and says he was sick and couldn't make it because he was sick. But he's off doing a car show or something. Like, oh, I get him. He's Anyway. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so I look terrible. <laughs> terrible. You, look, you like still shit. look terrible. look like shit. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've cleared that up, <laughs> we should move on. I asked my mom, I said, why did you marry him? <laughs> I called her. I'm like, I just need to know, why did you marry him? <laughs> She's like, I don't know. <laughs> so what do we have going on in the next couple of weeks, Jess? We have lots of things, like the opening of the Salt Lake Farmer's Market on Saturday. Oh, oh yeah, I thought yeah. that happened this last weekend. Is it no, this weekend? it's this, this weekend okay. uh, at 8 o'clock from 8 to 2. Um, if you're going, I suggest going super early. 
Most um, of our friends will be there, won't they? Like Indulgence and Oleo skincare. Yes, Oleo will be there. Uh, PJK's ice cream will be there. Uh, Bubble and Brown Bakery have a secured spot this year, which is amazing because they were only there in the fall last year. Is is PGK the ones that made that uh, pumpkin ice cream? Yes, oh, man, PJK. So Who made good. the beer ice cream? That was them. That's them. That's oh, the, oh, the pumpkin okay. ice cream. Yep. It was really yep. good. Yep. So, uh, yeah, plenty of our awesome people will be there. Uh, it's just a great opportunity to see um, Kat Martin will be there with her art. She's there every summer. And... Um, yeah, just it's. I mean, it's early in the season, but there's going to be things ready, and um, can always eat cows. You can eat llamas too, apparently. Yeah. So I didn't know that until this last uh, so year. So speaking of what you can eat, guinea pig in the Andes is pretty popular on a stick. Uh, that's where llamas popular too, actually. Yeah. Guinea pig on a stick. You eat so. what's there. You eat what's there. There's a lot of guinea pigs and llamas in the mountains of the, of the Andes. Mountains. I didn't know there were guinea pigs down there. That's where they're from. Yeah. I thought they, were from, I I thought no they were from Guinea. Papua New Guinea. Well, there's a couple of different Guineas. Is I learned that, that from Guinea? my little South African chub friend. Guinea. Oh, Do you want to know Jenny. what else is going on? Guinea. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Not <please. Jenny. laughs> So just, hey, James, just up the street from you on Saturday is the food truck face-off. And that goes from 3 to 9 at Liberty Park. And the way that it works is there are... I believe four different organizations that the money is going to that a percentage of the tickets. So there's the four street clinic habitat for humanity, uh, Utah community action, the volunteers of America and the YWCA. So there's five, um, it's $5 a ticket. Um, and you purchase them, um, based on the organization, you can buy them there, but the, I think there's $6 a ticket there. Um, and then food items. You asked me last week, Chris, and I didn't have an answer for you. Um, but there'll be, it's like one to four tickets for a meal. Um, and they said that it would like average would be two tickets. So like 10 bucks, yeah. you buy two tickets, but it's going for these organizations. There's going to be, um, I believe 30 food trucks. Wow. Um, I think, uh, our friend Poutine yeah. will be there. Um, and just like tons of, tons of others. Well, didn't, so. didn't Bumblebee say they were going to be there? No. No. no so if it's a face off the loser, they tip the truck. No, they don't fuck up someone's business. <laughs> that anymore. would be uh, Here, messed up. Fuck your business. You suck. <laughs> you only got one less ticket than us, so you're fucking gone. Oh, another thing about the farmer's market really quick. So if you don't live downtown or you don't feel like going downtown, there are a there's lot a of... Village. Yeah, there's a lot of new ones this year. There's actually not... Not Park City, but there's actually another Park City Farmer's Market. There's going to be one at Gardner Village this year. There's one at Wheeler Farm, which they have um, every Sunday, oh, which Ga- is awesome. Gardner Village is starting one? Uh, yeah, Gardner Village oh, is starting cool. one in July. Um, and then also there's one on 9th West and 10th South. So they're they're all over the place. There's a Harriman one and a South Jordan one, I believe. Well, there have been in the past. That's awesome. They've been trying to get one in Eagle Mountain, but nobody's <laughs> willing to start it. So um, the HOA said no. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. Uh, also, one of the seven. Yeah. Also, this weekend is the Scottish Festival, and that has moved. It's no longer at Thanksgiving Point. It's now at the Utah State Fairgrounds. Um, it is still fifteen dollars, and it goes Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, most of the events are going to be on Saturday. But um, a really awesome band is playing on Friday night called the Wicked, Wicked Tinkers. Tinkers. Yep. And they uh, come from out of town. I think they're based out of California. 
And then, uh, Saturday is, or sorry, Sunday is just a short day from eight to four. Um, if you can make it and be there on Saturday night around six o'clock, they're doing the tattoo, which is when they bring in all of the pipe bands. They all play together and they do a flag presentation. It's a really, it's an amazing thing to see. Um, I got to see it last year and I'm, I'm hoping to go this Saturday. Um, do you remember, was it last month that we talked about the ride for Corey Brotherson? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so they are the Immortal Knights, uh, PSMC is doing another ride this weekend and it is for the Fisher House. Do you guys know about the Fisher House? No. So the Fisher House is based out of Maryland and it is a home that brings in families, uh, to stay while veterans are being taken care of, um, whether they're injured or what other kind of treatment that they need. So they provide sky miles, they provide a place to stay. And so they are doing a ride. Um, it starts down in Springville and this is their sixth annual ride. Um, and you can just find that on Facebook. We'll link to it because they don't have a route yet. The last time I looked and then. They are doing a holly festival in downtown Salt Lake at the Krishna Temple, like the one that they do in holly, like the plant. No, like like a, like holly, like a bringing in spring, like the one that you go to down oh. in Spanish Fork. Yes, but it's downtown in Salt Lake, and that is they're going to do color the color uh-huh. thinner. Yep, eleven to four um, on the tenth, and then next weekend is Father's Day for you, gentlemen. And there is. I already told my oh. kids a tie is a bad Father's Day gift. I want new ones. I should show you a cool <laughs> tie that I found. <laughs> now that you're not really Mormon anymore, you. Well, I wear ties for work probably three, oh, four yeah, times a week. I wear a tie. True. You can wear a bow tie. I forget about that. So uh, I, I can't off, see Jeremy in a bow tie. Yeah, I don't know if I can pull off. What about tell your? I'm telling your kids to get you bolo ties. Bolo ties. I had one in the '80s. Um, they were cool in the '80s. So I want uh, some new underwear. For Father's Day, like any like a particular kind, boxer briefs. What? Why are you putting this in your She's phone? You're not, you're not buying me underwear. <laughs> this is not happening. I'm pretty sure that I've got some on the way. Okay, I'm not positive. Are you hinting? Say. No, I've, I've been. He's hinting. got three wrapped presents, and he keeps trying to guess what's in them. So, oh, I think I mentioned this before, but I a lot of my I, my, I don't buy like underwear last a long time, right? Yes. As long as you're not shitting yourself all the time. Even at that, you can wash. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> shit washes out. It doesn't. Really, <laughs> interestingly enough, shit probably doesn't Dude, stain as much as even stop, blood does. Stop, stop, Pretty much. Stop. Okay, but, stop, stop. So anyway, stop. so anyway, but I, I've, I've noticed over the last month or so that I have a few pairs of underwear that are like, but the elastic's wearing down on them finally after a while. That's usually what happens. And like, like they don't have holes. It'd be fine if the waistband was still working. We just properly. sew new elastic bands in your underwear <laughs> but, for you. But so, it, this is what I don't understand with plumbers. Maybe it's totally an on-purpose thing. Look, if your butt crack's showing, you could feel that your butt crack's showing. But not just plumbers, anyone. Yeah, yeah. So like, there is a breeze like on even, your back. Even when my, because I, you know, I'm wearing shorts on top of my boxers. And I can feel when my boxers are dropping even. And I'm like, this is fucking annoying. So I've thrown several pairs away and I'm running short on underwear. So so uh, Father's Day. Perfect. Underwear. Underwear, <laughs> underwear you, and bolo ties. If you fucking buy me underwear, Jess, <laughs> I'm going to donate them to the road home. 
even if that's they're a good in, like, reason to buy it. Yeah, I, I just might have to. No, what you should do is, but did I? Did we show? Did you see that the half mankini thing that we found? Oh, oh my god, I'm gonna pull. That's horrible. Continue with events now that I've I've delved into <laughs> Father's Day, and I'm gonna no, show you good. the new like crazy mankini S- stuff. See what Pandora's box I opened by saying ties are not a good gift. I'll show you some cool ties. What okay. kinds of things do your kids um, get you? Usually homemade stuff. Some of it's a real winner. One year they took a lighter and like made paper mache and taped it to the lighter. Yes, I see by the blank stares. You're all <laughs> as amazed as I was. Okay. I mean, like, I love that. Like, when your kids are like three. I'm going to show but you. But Jeremy, your kids are like 18, 17, 12? 13. 13 and You want to see uh, single side thong underwear? I do. This is a new craze. Single side. Single side thong underwear. Oh, I've seen those before. Remember, I have gay friends. Oh, Lord. Is it like super popular now? So for those you, of you that... You would be astonished at the type of underwear that is out there. Okay. <laughs> Trust so me. This is this blows my mind. So it's it's essentially it a... It does not look like it would be comfortable. It's essentially like a little harness that goes over your pecker and balls. <laughs> and then there's a strap that rolls around and goes right into your butt crack. I'm still confused as to how this actually stays on. Is it like pull you to the side? Like meat and two veg. Yeah, like I think it would pull you to the side. Your, you know, your balls and wiener are are going (laughs) to be. They're secure, but I'm not. sure I don't know how how secure they are. What happens if it rolls down your leg? I know. I just don't feel like that's very (laughs) secure. So that's my thing. Like on the on the walk, you just stand. On the flip side. (laughs) (laughs) On the flip side, where the there's just it's not two sides. It's just wraps around one hip essentially. And goes into it's your like butt a halter crack. top for one leg. But I'm just wondering, like, how does it stay secure in your butt? Do you have to keep your cheeks clenched all day? <laughs> or you know, the worst part is they're probably like sixty bucks. Or is there a freaking like like a butt plug that goes in and holds oh, yeah. it up? Butt plug. <laughs> well, I don't know. Should I get attached to the back? You Clearly, you've never me. worn a thong before. You explain to me how that stays in. Does it wrap all the way around? You think? I don't think we want maybe it wraps all the way around. Okay, but here's the other thing. <laughs> so these pictures of these dudes wearing these. Look at this. This no, picture. I've seen. Look at it closely. Tell me where there's hair on this picture. Chris, have you met me? This dude has no hair anywhere on his body, but the top of his head and above his wiener. It's either seven it's or too a bad. Porn Harry star. guys are cool. He has like waxed his entire body spotless of hair, except for above his wiener. Why would you have a model <laughs> of this freaking? Just sling thing. With five o'clock shadow. Why would you have him have pubic hair hanging out? It looks disgusting. It's gross. So the lesson for today is do not buy this for your father for fathers. <laughs> yeah, do not. Do not. Because I, well, you know what, actually? I think this would be a fucking fantastic gift for a dad on Father's Day as a total joke. Dad. I don't oh. buy my dad anything on Father's uh, Day. That's what I'm buying you, Chris. Like, if you bought me this, I would put it on. I'm going to buy both of you one. I cool. would totally put it on. Is that a left and a right? <laughs> <laughs> for, which way you hang. <laughs> for which way you hang? God, I can't believe that's a thing. Like seriously, uh, I don't know though. That might be better than a lighter with paper mache on. It. I feel like that's a little well, bit Andrew like a Christian fire underwear. hazard. Could be. I, I just, like, could you I light it? The other day. They were younger. They were younger. On okay, that. well that's I good. I don't understand. They, they liked to do the crafty things. Crafty well, things your wife's cool. kind of crafty. James has got one, doesn't he? James has got one. He's got two. <laughs> one goes one way, one goes the oh, other way. Oh, he wears two at a time. A lefty and a right, and you wear them together. See, that's <laughs> smart. So here's the thing. Like, why even bother? Here's like, the if, thing. It's called architecting. If, if you're going to wear that, why would you even bother wearing it? 
Like, just go commando at that point. You're not protecting anything. <laughs> it's a fashion statement. Maybe that's swimwear. Maybe you got and it how wrong. Those, no, they, that's how Maybe I found them. They are, they got are, it wrong. It, I guess it is swimwear. But that's but unfortunate. I feel like there's a lot of like room for wardrobe malfunction in that. Yeah, the thing I mean, is that you know who's wearing it to the beach. How elastic is the, the two hundred or the two hundred pound dude that's all hairy? He's oh, the dude. one wearing that. So we're at. So that's I'm in I the Dominican see. like ten years ago in the Dominican Republic. That was probably like eight years ago. Anyway, I'm out in the Dominican Republic. It was like seven. Is a normal beach. Uh, uh, it was two. God, it doesn't matter. Anyway, it's a normal beach. And these two Europeans stroll up. It's now a nudist beach. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just a normal, fully clothed beach in the Dominican. I mean, there's not any posted signs. It's a private beach. I don't think it really mattered. These two Europeans walk up. It's a nude beach. And they were like 60. And the dude was bigger than me. <laughs> well, that's why he likes yeah. to go around nude. I don't. That's, uh, it was interesting. Jess and then another <laughs> dude showed up in his tidy whities. Speaking of underwear and bathing suits. That's how I roll. In tidy white. I've, I've seen it, and it's oh, disturbing. Wow. I can't even look at you when you wear that outfit. <laughs> it's just. It's I'm going to come to the podcast dressed like it, that one day. I will just not. Maybe next week, actually. I will put up a divider between you and I. <laughs> I will set you next to me, like Jeremy, because I hardly ever look at Jeremy. I will set you where Jeremy's at. See, it's easy. We don't have to look at each other. Yeah. The shame of wearing those underwear things. All right, wow. are there any other events? Holy now cow. That I've totally Next weekend, yes. There Besides are Father's a couple Day, of awesome which is now events. Yes. Uh, so the Utah Blues Festival is on Saturday the 17th. Um, all of the pre-sold tickets are sold out. Um, so it'll be between $30 and $88, depending upon if you want VIP or not. The doors open at 1130. It's at the Galvin Center. And the shows start at noon and they end at 10 p.m. It's in all ages. So, yes, the kids can come and they should because they should be introduced to awesome music. And uh, it's a fundraising event for the nonprofit Utah Blues Society. That's totally cool. Did you know we that had is, a Utah Blues Society? I did not. I didn't really either. Cool. Also, uh, June 16th is uh, the have a game, huh? Uh, the seventeenth, the yeah, I was going to say that on the sixteenth, but June sixteenth is the first. Uh, we just, you guys will hear in a minute, but um, Hatch Family Chocolates up in the Avenues is doing their first uh, movie night. Movie night. On the yes, and we will get all those dates posted for you. Um, basically, they put a big old screen up on top of their building and they do movie movie nights through the summer it's really really cool so june 17th is an rsl home game um it's going to be the first game back from a i need to start sending you good juju again yes Uh, you do yeah at this point i don't think that'll fucking help the team after the last time she sent us good juju they won so true I, i mean the good news is we should have a whole bunch of people back so the u20s did really well in the world cup in the U20 World Cup. So we had four guys that are actually on our team. So we had uh, Sebastian Salcedo, um, uh-huh. um, Justin Glad, That's just Danny glad. Acosta, and uh, um, Brooks Lennon were all playing for the U20s. They all got field time. Uh, Brooks and... And they uh, won, right? They won a bunch. Uh, they, they made it to um, the quarterfinals and lost to Venezuela um, in a really close game um they lost right at the end really in the second at least something good is going on for venezuela yeah well they beat us in both the men's and the u20s um so anyway so uh that was uh 
that, so we'll have those guys back. We also had another guy there. Um, let's see, his name's Daniel Herrera, who came through our academy. Uh, he doesn't play for RSL, but he came through our academy system. Um, so we're going to get a lot of yo- a lot of youth back. A lot of our guys that have been here should be back. So hopefully it'll be a little bit of a training Nikki point. Nikki will be back. So anyway, enough about Kyle that. Kyle will be off suspension. Not enough. It's important. And it's important to you. So yeah, how you, you say Herrera in Spanish? Herrera. Mm-hmm. Have they lost enough that they're... You know how you say it in English, a man's language? A man's <laughs> language? <laughs> Have they lost enough that they're out of the... No, it's no. still too early in the it's season. Still too early. you got to understand the soccer season's like 5 million games in the season. <clears throat> it's like 34 or 35 games now, I think. It's so it's really still long. not... They're still not out of the running. No. Uh, we are... Uh, we are Last in the league in points per game, and we're only not last in the league because Colorado has three games they still haven't played. But and we're super excited because we broke a record. Well, we actually yeah. helped. Yeah, so FC Dallas is we the first Dallas team in, break a in Major League Soccer to score five goals and a half. They did that against us. Yay! <laughs> Way to support their their dreams, their <laughs> hopes yeah. and dreams. Yeah, we're in the record books. We made we made made records. Uh, any other events? Because yes. I'm done being depressed about RSL. I'm sorry. I will cheer you up. Uh, just a couple other events just to keep on your calendar for the weekend of the 17th. Uh, Fort Douglas Day um, up at the U uh, is on the 17th from 10 to 4 up at the Military Museum. Is that where you get to go hang out with dead people? No, that's in October. I mean, you ca- you will. So, that's, but so, that's so that little yeah. military museum that's up there is really cool. Back when I was going to college, there was no fence around it, yeah. so we'd go up there at night and play in the tanks. But that's because covers. that's oh, because that's back when when you were in college, even when I was in college, uh, well, maybe not so much when I was. That whole area was really off a of campus, and, and yeah, basically. There wasn't, but now, like Fort Campus Douglas, has they, they, they built the student housing village right. thing right on top of it. Basically. Yeah, so that, that so. little museum is really cool. But it's got a fence around it. And it didn't back then, so we'd go out there at night and play in the tanks. Well, tanks. you can go experience some um, <laughs> vintage weapons firing <laughs> demonstrations. Uh, like you were just saying, the vintage military equipment. Uh, they'll have demonstrations. Uh, they'll also be... Uh, use book sale. There'll be World War One and World Two equipment displays, um, and then on on in our cute little world on the seventeenth, the Utah Podcast United is doing a workshop at the Salt Lake Community College State Street campus. Uh, it is a free event, and some of our cool people are going to be there running the workshop, like Chris and Chrissy from I Am Salt Lake, and uh, I don't I do not want to slaughter her name. Uh, Camele, but she's from the Island Wave podcast and she's awesome. So if you want to go learn about podcasting, this is a great opportunity. Maybe we should go. Maybe we should. It's from (laughs) nine to five (laughs) and it is a free event. Um, but they do ask that you reserve your spot through Eventbrite. And then down in Provo, this is really cool. We're known for our conventions. I think we're known for our nerd. Well, we're not known for outdoor retailers anymore. No, not anymore. But they are doing a very first pop culture con down in Pleasant Grove at an event center down there. It's just a one-day event. They're going to have a bunch of panels. Um, It only goes from 10 to 6. But I just thought that was really cool. They're just doing this little little event down there. So if that's your thing, you should go support them so we can have more of that. Uh. Okay, how come you didn't talk about Ragnar that happened last... Wasn't that last weekend? 
I don't run. <laughs> really? I love Ragnar. But that's a, that's a very <laughs> unique Utah <laughs> event. Is it? Oh, yeah. I don't think they have Ragnar everywhere else, do they? That's only crazy Utahns that run, run in the mountains. I don't yeah, know. so it goes from Logan to Park City, and it's in the mountains, and it's done in relays, so you're parts of teams, so you're not running the whole entire no, way. but you're still running four or five miles a lot of times, and over rugged terrain, it's not flat Yeah, roadways. it's in the mountains. There is no flat streets. A lot of gravel roads. And Good for those people, but there's no part of that that sounds intriguing it's, to me. It's just I a love cool running. Utah thing. Nobody else I know loves running, so I have to run by myself. My cousin's a runner, and so is my best friend, and more power to them. James, you're a runner? No, his sister is. Oh. Runner's height does not exist. That's a fucking lie. I don't uh, it does, too. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yes, it does. Fucking totally. lie. It's because you don't run long enough. <laughs> you gotta, that's, that's it right there. You don't <laughs> run long enough. You gotta enough run so long that you start hallucinating because it sucks so you much. You don't hallucinate. <laughs> <laughs> you're insane. Once you're hallucinating, that's the runner's high. Well, I think what it is is, is you run so long that you're body deprives its brain of oxygen that's not true down. either and so then you're like it's like passing out you know that's why kids make themselves pass out in school it's not true <laughs> autoerotic asphyxiation there's a reason that's a thing <laughs> right like your brain starts to lose oxygen and eventually i'm pretty like, sure that's not how autoerotic asphyxiation works i'm pretty sure it's especially not in school yeah well, i didn't say in school you did <laughs> I don't think you meant in to. In school, but you I did. used to run a seven-minute mile. No, I was saying I can't in school, do that anymore. In college, I was running seven, eight miles a day, and I still never got this proposed. You didn't go fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> Longer, Listen, faster, harder. Not for some you know people, where and I'm not one of them. Like, that you want to know what cardiovascular exercise gives me a high? Having sex <laughs> that gives me a high. That's a good cardio workout. <laughs> All four minutes and a half of it. Four minutes <laughs> and a half. <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. I wish. Did you guys remember to <laughs> water your air plants? I did. It's really cool how it sucks up the water, I huh? Did. Yeah. And like it's bigger. It's awesome. Did you remember to water your air plant, Jessica? I did, but mine didn't suck up any water. It did. Your plant didn't suck. Nope. She's got a defective air plant. Jessica's the only one whose plant has a pretty purple flower. That's true. Well, with us today, we have Stephen Hatch, the owner of uh, Hatch Family Chocolates mm. and also host of your creative pod, creativity podcast. Sorry, I'm still... Uh, You're kind of reverent. What? <laughs> is, is this going to be like a church thing? Because like, it just started... Hold your arms. Pretty mellow. Uh, no, it's not a church thing. A little behind the scenes. We we typically do interviews with our guests, and then we go back and record the rest of the podcast afterwards because a lot of them have to leave. So that's when all the f bombs come out of the hanger. Oh no, no. I just I'm just getting warmed up right now. <laughs> Whore Island will come out of my mouth eventually. There is no reverence. No. <laughs> Only four. We're letters. just we're just enjoying the ice cream still that you. Oh no, stuck have, to our palate. I have delicious. chocolate stuck in my teeth still. Yeah, I'm just having a hard time. I've got all the saliva stuff from chocolate and ice cream. <laughs> Not a bad thing. I'm the only one with some left. I better, I'm a slow eater. I bet our listeners are like, I cannot believe you just smacked into the mic. It's I could real. be eating on mic. It's like really just. good. It's it really, really good. good. That cherry chocolate ice cream was so good. Crimson like, chip. 
What is it? Well, you know, for trademark protections, um, you can't really trademark Crimson Club um, chip. So, I mean, it's the Crimson oh. chip ice cream. <laughs> because you're up by the Got U. It. That yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. So, yeah, let's let's get that stuff out of the way and we'll come back to it. How many locations do you guys have now? One. Just one? Yeah. And it's uh, over on 7th East, right? We really, you're thinking of Cummings, my competitor. Oh. So you, you are even, like, so toast. Me, so you're thinking of Cummings. <laughs> no, I'm, just, <laughs> like, I'm uh, terrible. I'm so, terrible. Um, I don't go to chocolate shops. Hatch uh, Family Chocolates is the name of my business. It's by a hospital in and, the avenue. So you're not Mrs. Cavanaugh's. No. Either. no <laughs> I know them not very Mrs. well. <laughs> Nor is she my mother or grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, no, Mrs. Cavanaugh is run by an old dude. That was one of my first jobs, by the way. Mrs. Cavanaugh? Yep. In the, the mall? Dude. In Crossroads Mall. Yep. Nice. That was a long time ago. Anymore. So you're up in the avenues. It, yeah, 376 8th <laughs> Avenue. Right by LDS Hospital. <laughs> After you take the plummeting, then I'm going to like pound you too. You can go to the <laughs> ER and walk over, like hobble over next to our shop. Let's be clear. I live in Kearns. Making a trip downtown is rare for me. I work downtown, but I never go anywhere. And I go everywhere, so. You guys should get out more. I live in Eagle Mountain. What's your excuse? Um, yeah, I, actually, you have them beat. Married with two kids. How many kids you got, Jess? None. Except just go- the ones she stole. Just the ones she steals. Yeah. She how has many, handcuffs. How many husbands you got right now? None. That are alive? How many wives? None. How many roommates that act like children? None, amazingly enough. I All three are very, out. like quiet into themselves. That, ex- so that explains the time availability. I was, kind of a jerk yeah. <laughs> I was kind of a jerk to one of them the other day, though, so I kind of still feel bad. But Don't. Don't. You're what there was that round one I just ate? So anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> more of that. I'm not He's really sure. <laughs> it's like there's like 10 round ones in that box. He's it like didn't a, have uh, anything on top of it. It was delicious. He's like, I only brought square ones. I don't no, know what you're was, eating. It was a little ball <laughs> of something delicious. That wasn't mine. Maybe you're thinking of Kavanaugh's or Cummings. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't let Chris live that down. I here, think like it was. Ever. No, I think it was nice. lemon cream. Mm. So, how long has Hatch Family Chocolates been around? How many um, generations? No, we've been around forever, but it might... Do you want the long story? Okay. Yes. Here it goes. It. My grandmother dipped chocolates her whole life, so she learned when she was 13 years old. Um, In fact, there used to be a chocolate factory where Squatters is, oh. um, and it was like something McDonald's chocolates, Um, and they, they hired women to hand-dip chocolates and just sit there all day dipping chocolates, so that's what my grandmother did. As I was growing up, I just remember her coming to our house and dipping chocolates, and we'd give them to neighbors and friends, and I would just eat. So, I mean, that we've been around for a while, but technically, the shop has been around since 2003. In the avenues, not ever on 7th East, but we, sure? we, we used to be on 4th Avenue prior to the 700 East move. Um, and then we moved up to 8th <laughs> Avenue. So we have always been on 8th Avenue or 4th Avenue prior to selling from a parking lot on 700 East. Like tamales. <clears throat> but not in the summertime because then they would melt. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. I still see tamales getting sold. We have in a the cooler. Summertime. Yeah. Oh, that's true. So do the tamales. Do a little dry ice. So do you ship? 
a lot of chocolates outside of Utah, or is it all pretty you know, much local? It's it's mostly just in store sales. We do ship, but I mean it's crazy expensive. We have to ship it overnight mm-hmm. with ice packs, and it's I mean it's outrageous. It's probably anywhere from forty to ninety dollars for shipping to ship it overnight. Wow! So. I have someone ship from New Jersey, and that's the exact same thing. What? Yep. A sandwich. from my favorite deli. Mm-hmm. Yep. Was it dry? Did it come dry? No, they ship it overnight and a little container of their homemade iced tea. It's the best. But same thing. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm literally speechless wow, that you I would order a sandwich speechless. overnight. Uh, a good one. If you had ever been to that deli, you would do. I ate at that deli almost every day when he I worked in that town. Much. It's the two kids that keep him like levered up. So he no, just... because he was just in Virginia. So well, I get out. I just <laughs> fail to see how a sandwich can last for a full day with everything on it. Like I don't care how cold it is. Deli magic, it's chocolate magic. Deli magic. I get chocolate. Chocolate keeps for a few days pretty easily as long as it doesn't melt. That's why they don't ship in the summer, right? No shipping in yep. the summer. I hate shipping in the summer. And everybody says money's not an issue. It's always an yeah, issue. Yeah, but quality. Like, yeah. why would you want to send them a be, crappy get, product? Yeah, when you get a melted chocolate, that's an issue. Because your I name is it. still on the back of it. Ship it in Ziplocs. I just, I just need ship it, it in Ziplocs <laughs> with a spoon. I just throw it in the freezer. <laughs> hey, that could be a new thing. <laughs> it still tastes the same no matter what shape it is. Just call it mud puddles. I'm okay with that. Mud puddle chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so, you grew up in Utah, right? Born and raised here, and I did. I grew up in American Fork with past my aunt. Eagle Mountain. He went to high school with my aunt. I did. Actually. Wait, don't ever say how old I am, though. I won't. <laughs> I really did. Who's I your aunt? Yeah, her name is Kristen Facer. Never heard of her. <laughs> she <kidding>. knows you. <laughs> I've seen your yearbook photo, so that's oh, all that matters. Crap. <laughs> Was that like a like a sixty two? No. Oh no. my god. He's way younger <laughs> than that. Are you kidding me? That old. <laughs> I'm just. She's throw- probably like Look, my age, and you're just being a dick. Our audience can't see you, so I'm just letting them guess. <laughs> I mean, it could have been 25. like a- back in the fifties. Fifties. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, back in the 50s. In 1914, my grandma was bringing me home chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> At what point did you decide that chocolate was going to be your future? Oh, my gosh. At what point did you decide to do a podcast? I think, um, I think, actually think life evolves. And I think you kind of find your niche and it kind of finds you. So I, I, I was interested in a bunch of different things. I liked politics. I I love politics. I love um, business. I loved marketing. I love sports. I love basketball. Um, all of these things. But the whole time, my my family always kept making chocolates. And so I think when it got to a point where I was trying to figure out what the hell I wanted to do with my life, it it took um, my partner at the time, Katie. Her family owns restaurants in Chicago. My dad had been dipping chocolates and selling them at boutiques. Nobody else in my family was really interested in taking over the chocolates. And Katie and I were kind of like, let's do something different. And so we decided to open up a shop again on 4th Avenue. And <laughs> and and it was really important to us because unlike the other place off of a busier intersection, we wanted to be um, right in the middle of a neighborhood. And so 4th Avenue, um, we were right on the corner of 4th Avenue and E Street. And I just remember it was kind of a dump building at the time. It was just going under remodeling. So they were doing a lot of work on it. 
And I just remember sitting there, looking up the street, seeing all the neighborhood, just walking around and thinking, this is the best place for a chocolate shop. And that's why we opened up there. So, awesome. I love so it. there wasn't a business in your family prior. It was just more of tradition. It was a hobby. I mean, so we, yeah, we sold stuff at boutiques, but it wasn't past that. Oh, okay. And then you became a chocolatier. And a chocolate eater. Is that like yes. a mascot? That's what I do. A chocolatier is like a masketeer. <laughs> yeah. We wear little chocolate hats all around the shop <laughs> and sing songs all day long. <laughs> Sounds like Santa's workshop to me. It's a lot. It must get messy though. Chocolate in your head. It dries. It's gotta be good for your hair, right? It just, Not well, that's doing what, that. It's that's, moisturizing. Why would you waste Look. chocolate on your head? Your Let, head can't taste it. Let's be clear. Have you ever actually taken a bite out of Mickey Mouse's ears? Because they're made of chocolate. They're just Don't solid tell me black. That. Yeah, just try it next time you go to you the You know, theme chocolate park. is not black. Well. <laughs> it's brown. <laughs> that's that pretty is, close to black right there. That's brown. Whatever. You it, think that that dress is white and gold, so it it's is. just shut up. It is. <laughs> it's blue and black. I know. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's old school. <laughs> All right, come on, 2016. So how long were you guys at your first shop before you moved to the new shop? Because that, that was actually when I think I moved back to Utah that I got introduced to you guys, and you were in the middle of that move. We were um, on 4th Avenue about eight years, so we'd outgrown our space. Our kitchen was maybe 900 square feet. It was pretty small. Would a reality TV show have anything to do with you outgrowing your space? No, but it helps. That's um, good. I, mean, <laughs> I, I think we actually outgrew our shop um, way before the TV show, um, but we just we loved that location, um, and we wanted to stay in the neighborhood. We actually looked at different places that we could move to, and nothing felt right. Um, about that time is when the 8th Avenue meat market, the, the owner of that passed away. Um, the building went up for sale and we, we went, moved there. <laughs> and so we actually did a lot of work. We bought the building and moved into that. That's a good location because you get all the people from the hospital that need to buy gifts for well, someone. Well, everybody wants so. ice cream. Yeah. Tonts us out. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> Like you need an excuse for ice cream. Do you have a partnership with the hospital <laughs> is what we're alluding and to. With, <laughs> and with dentist office. Um, no, actually, we get customers that will come into our shop and still have the their little ID bands on. And they'd seen our, our chocolate shop on the way to the hospital in the ambulance. And so, <laughs> and so they will come into our shop as soon as they're discharged. That's, that's amazing. It's like so free that's, advertising right there. So you have a good sign is what you're saying. Yeah, it's chocolate. I mean, just people walking <laughs> around eating chocolate. That's the best. On the street. Pretty much. In the middle of summer. Ambulance yeah. has to dodge our customers sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Does the ambulance ever pick up any of your customers after eating a lot of chocolate? Not yet. Not yet. It Not that you're aware We of. make them walk to the hospital so that you know, we can <laughs> no, no liability off. there. Yeah. Didn't happen here. I never saw that. <laughs> it could happen. There is always time for firsts. <laughs> Let's talk about reality TV. You did a reality TV show for a little while, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> what what deep questions do you have about a TV show? We I mean we did one season, so we actually did twelve episodes. That's a lot, though. Yeah, I mean it was fun. 
we made really crazy things that we don't always make. So like life-size chess sets and really cool projects like that. Why aren't you making more of those? Because who wants to buy a life-size chess set? Yeah, they're. I, don't know. I mean, they're actually pretty expensive. Um, so the show made it look very easy, and it's not. I mean, just the chocolate for that was forty grand, and Whoa. and so like that was just the chocolate. Um, and so it's a lot of work. And the reality is, people don't want to pay for that, um, but they do want to pay for good chocolates. I think that's the same. Even if you look at like some of the like the Cake Boss and Duff, what, what's Duff's? cake show i think it's oh, the very, ace of cakes yeah ace of cakes I, I think it's very it's probably very similar like they're doing crazy extravagant crap but that's not the bulk of their business that's just for the show mostly i think those guys are amazing i mean we had a good crew it it would take about a hundred of us to work on each project and it was wow. fun to make things that we don't always make so how many of you are there normally Non-reality TV. <laughs> you know, 15 to 20 employees is <laughs> about 100. what we do. <laughs> so, that's about how many employees we have. That's a 100 people. That's a lot to do something like that. That's crazy. Okay, but for example, if you were there, you'd be eating it. So, like, we'd have to have two people just to keep making the stuff that you're eating. <laughs> and so, I mean, it kind of balanced out. Oh, oh, what was your favorite project that you guys got to work on that... You wouldn't normally have have made. They're coming for you. That was the ambulance. The ambulance. <laughs> How serendipitous! That was amazing. <laughs> my deal potential, is potential my deal is, right is done. Potential um, customer. You know, I, honestly, I don't even know if my favorite projects from the shop or from the show. It's it's more. I really love what we do at our our shop. I mean, we we make kids smile and we make people smile and kind of forget about all their problems so i actually think we, we do outdoor movies in the summer um uh, projects like that we have live bands that come and play so to me when i think of the favorite things from our chocolate shop i don't think of the tv show i actually think we're a pretty kick-ass chocolate shop that does outdoor movies and items like that what of my competition ever does that? On 7th and, East. Yeah, on 7th East. Yeah, I don't know how many times you've <laughs> you seen them run doing over. that. But, I mean, it's just, to I'm me... I'm put this in the show notes if you guys don't drop the 7th East. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think it's fun that we do different things like that. I mean, we made really crazy stuff. We made a desk out of chocolate. We The chess set was really cool, but it was just a ton of chocolate. Was that, like for a client that had approached you or that the show went out and found for you guys or was it just for a show it was a magical customer that um actually there was a customer that was um really good at, at chess and he was from utah he actually goes and competes in different tournaments so they were doing a chess tournament and we actually made a big chess set for them very cool that's awesome that's yeah really cool. the kid was like 10 so i mean he was Chocolate chess set, that's like dreams like, come when, true. When you take a pawn, you get to eat it. Whatever <laughs> piece you... But he was amazing. He He's actually really smart. So that was probably one of the, the coolest. And, and it now was... he's 17 because it's been seven years since your show's been on, huh? Yeah. Isn't I, that crazy? It's scary. He's probably going to counseling because of being traumatized <laughs> from the experience of dealing with me. And he's probably like every day just brings that up. Like, 
Stephen Hatch, why? Why, Mom? Why did you make me meet Stephen? <laughs> I don't think so. Sorry, we're much. all going to have to go to counseling after this. Yeah. Perfect. You so didn't you, know. Do you guys make your own chocolate, or are you bringing chocolate in from elsewhere and, and just dipping it and doing different things with it? You know, I'd say most shops like us do um, bring in their own chocolate. They they bring it in for from different companies. We use Guitard. Um, it's not like a huge secret. I won't tell you blends, it's but the best. but we use guitar chocolate, and then we have milk and dark chocolate that we use. All of the centers we make, um, all the fudge, all the caramel we make, the ice cream we, we make in-house. There's a few flavors that we'll bring in from Fars, but for the most part, we even make that there. We do a really good hot chocolate in the wintertime. In the summer, we make mm. a really amazing frozen hot chocolate. Mm, that's that's really good. good. We make a frozen limeade. That has absolutely zero chocolate. Um, <laughs> but so limeade and lime, Delicious. yeah, <laughs> yeah, limeade's good. Was your was your grandmother still alive when you decided to start this business? She was not. Aww. So, um, you know, and the interesting thing about her, she was really humble. Like she was always insecure. She had a speech impediment, so she kind of the back part of her mouth didn't really form right. So she always kind of stuttered, and she never made it past eighth grade. And then she dropped out of school and just did what a lot of people back then did. They just, she went and worked. Um, but she was just really humble and always thought that everybody else was better than her. Um, and so she was just really modest. But I think for, for us to be able to do a chocolate shop and kind of out of her memory, that means a lot to me. So. Oh, that's, that's why I was asking because I think that that, that would be really important to her that her, her hard work rubbed off on you per se you know that that tradition is now passed along and you get to pass it along to other generations so that's really awesome it, she would think that we're crazy for doing <laughs> what we're doing but i yeah i love it but clearly you're doing it and doing well with it to have to move to a new store and i mean rel is relative um, oh, sure i actually think you know i actually think everything's a mirage and so even all these tv shows they make you think that they're really amazing and they're so damn awesome but you know i think a lot of that's a mirage we almost went bankrupt we could still go bankrupt we almost lost everything and so i think that sometimes taking a risk you just have to do it because it's the right thing to do not because there's some monetary reward um but sometimes i just think doing the right thing is actually more important than than money or, or whatever the perceived success is for us, we wanted to stay in the avenues. We could probably be busier if we were at a mall, but to us, being true to our character and being true to that neighborhood, that's actually more important than, than what money is. So I think success to me, I kind of laugh a lot when I look at whatever other people think is successful, and I think a lot of times it's a mirage, and I think that you need to look a little deeper. But you're happy doing what you're doing, right? Yes, and I would actually say that. Have you seen the pictures of him eating his popsicles that he's making? Because that's like (laughs) there's nothing more happy than that. (laughs) Being happy at what you're doing is probably the most important thing that anybody could do. People will spend their whole lives working at a job that they hate, and I think being happy at what you do is success. And I, yeah, I'm truly successful that way. Yeah, yeah, I'd weigh like six hundred thousand pounds. Worked Eating the chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I have zero self control. I don't know if you noticed that the ice cream vanished for me first. 
I and eat I, it all day long. It trust me, it's taken a lot not to just start eating these while I'm talking on mic. You should eat because they're right in front of me, and they'll all be gone. And no one. I wants already to get ate one. the best ones. Why would? Why how would do you, you know do that? they're the best? Yeah, ones? how do you because know? Because it's very subjective. They were delicious. It? <laughs> <laughs> that is very subjective. I had the lemon one. We all know how I feel about lemon. So and I had a chocolatey chocolate one with mint in it. We all know that's my favorite ice cream. So, <laughs> so this has 27 different chocolates on it. How many different chocolates do you guys actually make? I have no freaking clue. <laughs> um, and, and actually, it's some of our chocolates that are on that sheet are probably not, not in existence yet. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, we always make up new ideas and always are trying different things. So I I don't even have an actual number. Well, that's okay with um, an evolving creative food community. How are you? How are you keeping up with that? How are you guys getting your ideas? And honestly, it's what I want to eat. <laughs> and so like, that's what it so a lot be. of ideas are like, <laughs> hmm, why don't we try this? Um, I, I actually, you, you know, right now we're working on ice cream bars a little bit. And I would give Kate's family, um, some of her family still run res- restaurants out in Chicago, and they just started making a, a dessert place called Gordo's. Um, and Gordo's is it's ice cream bars, and they actually came and worked with us a little bit to making ice cream. But they started making these ice cream bars, so customers will come in, choose whichever flavor ice cream bar they want. They'll dip it in chocolate. They'll roll it in. I think they have fruity pebbles. They'll roll it in a bunch of different things. So to me, I was like, hmm, grab and go, something quick and easy. And so we actually started, we're playing with ice cream bars now. I can't take full credit because they started doing it, but it was a really good idea. And so it's playing (laughs) with those kind of things and playing with what recipes we wanted to. And I think that anywhere you go can be inspiration. Like we'll always be out and about and start thinking, this sounds really good. Texas. There was Texas Cabana or, or Taco Cabana. It was a little fast food joint that did frozen lemonade. Well, we decided we could kick ass and make it better. And so we actually make a frozen limeade. I mean, but I just think you can always take inspiration from anywhere. That's all recipes are, are inspiration from another recipe, from another recipe. And failures. Like, yes. I mean, because you'll mess up on a lot of them. Our hot chocolate, we messed up well, wasn't hundreds cho- of times. Chocolate itself was a failure, wasn't it? It was an attempt to make something else initially, right? I have no idea. I'm telling you it is. Chris Google, Clavin. Google, Google that. Google it. And if I'm wrong, I'm sure Harriet will probably say some bullshit. And when I think they, it. it was like the, the Mayans and the Aztecs, like they started using it, just the cocoa leaves. They yeah. started experiencing like power from these cocoa leaves. And they started chewing it down, grinding it, and it gave them power to battle. But it was also part of the cocaine. But then the drink that they it's made the out of things. the cocoa plants turned into the drink of the gods. Mm. So you're right. It was Yeah. I mean it was probably it used to be used as currency. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would never buy anything. You'd eat it. I'm well, really rich. Well, but I, it's right here. Give me a day or two. I think, <laughs> I think when it used to be used as, as currency, it was... Mesoamerica. Fermented beverages made from chocolate date yeah, back I was to 1900 say it was, BC. It was really like like hot chocolate was the beverage, and there wasn't actual like chocolate in the form that we think of it now. But it wasn't sweet. Yeah, it wasn't sweetened hot cocoa or, or a sweetened dipped chocolate. It was... 
just a hot like almost like coffee crap coffee's <laughs> gross you can do that you know that creo brew is yeah. coffee beans roasted yeah. and brewed chocolate was served as a bitter frothy liquid mixed with spices wine and corn puree oh Nobody wants to drink malted corn, I promise. <laughs> I bet it's disgusting. Really bad. I don't even remember what country it was no, from, but nothing I, in it here was gross. Said it was a mistake. You're a mistake. Whoa. <laughs> Ouch. All right. That was Mrs. Kavanaugh doesn't think you're a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do. They do. That's for that's for a different day. <laughs> <gasps> I want to know what what would be the first thing say you have somebody that doesn't like chocolate or doesn't really know about chocolate except for maybe like the Hershey bar that you drive you know that you buy at the checkout at the convenience store what's the that's first not chocolate I know well that's why I'm getting there what's the first thing that you would teach somebody who didn't know much about specialty chocolate I honestly don't like teaching anything. Um, I think that if they're dumb enough to not know, um, I, to me, our our hard part is, you know, there's companies that machine make chocolates and they'll do thousands and thousands of chocolates per day where we hand dip everything. So we'll actually cut, we'll make the caramel, we'll let it set up, we'll cut it up into little squares, um, then we'll dip it. It actually takes a couple days for that whole process. And then even if you were to cut each one of our chocolates open, there might be a different thickness of chocolate on each one because they're all hand, like hand dipped, just like my grandmother did. So to me, the education part would be trying to explain the difference between that and the current technique of just running it through a conveyor belt. And then it's just kind of slathered with chocolate. And I would spend more time with that. I think flavor wise, you know, everybody has their own taste. And I, I really hate the places that you pay money and go to and they tell you what's the best chocolate. I think that's bullshit. Like, <laughs> I, I think that I think that chocolate's as diverse as all of us. And I think we needed to say what our favorites are. And that's for each and every one of our tastes to kind of pick out. And there's might be scientific things and different characteristics of what percentage of cacao or what percentage of sugar and and the dairy that may make a superior chocolate but i think ultimately it comes to us and like you know i think going back to my grandmother or going back to whoever it, the, the belgians i mean chocolate was meant to be enjoyed and i think whatever does that whatever flavor makes you happy or smile and to kind of forget everything else that's the best chocolate in the world I didn't even know how to follow that up. That's amazing. <laughs> so you're you're saying Russell Stover's is great. <laughs> to some people, sure. Hey, I like their marshmallow eggs at Easter. I can't stand eating their crap. I like all things marshmallow. If I'm gonna eat chocolates, this is not a not something I eat very often. If I'm gonna eat chocolates, I'm going to go find good high quality, you know, handmade chocolates. And I think, you know, I, I always ask the question when I talk to people that actually do chocolates, whether or not they make their own chocolate, because it's very rare. Hardly anyone does it. And so I've always been looking for, and I don't know if anyone here in, in Utah does it at There's all. There's actually a lot of places locally that, locally that make their yeah. own. Um, it's pretty time consuming, isn't it? Yeah. yeah I mean, they'll take hard. it. The, the problem is, I mean, 
cocoa beans are kind of like coffee beans. So, you know, they're grown in different places. If there's a drought, the beans are going to take on different flavors. So there's actually a really good science as far as knowing how much sugar to compensate or how much, like, to balance all that. But there are actually chocolate companies in Salt Lake. We're pretty amazing. I mean, for the size of Salt Lake, there's a ton of amazing chocolate shops or a ton of amazing producers of chocolate. We only know know of two. So, well, (laughs) you need to get out more. (laughs) You should only know about two. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) At least so far until Jess books an interview with another one. (laughs) (laughs) There's only two. That's all that matters. And they're they're very different in terms of their niche. So So you guys with your hand dipped chocolates uh, and then the Truffle Cottage who is creating... uh, Pop nerd, culture, yeah, nerd, pop culture. Nerd chocolates. Nerd chocolates, so yeah. that chess set you made, they do that in mass, sort of. But little. But tiny. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So see, only two shops. That's all that anybody that's needs to know That's all that you about. know of. Yeah, there's that thing that's on 7th no, really East is closed more, down, but... I think. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> You're such a suck up. <laughs> he feels bad. A little. You keep working. <laughs> Keep parking now. I don't go to chocolate shops. I don't know what you want from me. It's just not something I do very often. I know. I asked for that chocolate shoe, damn it. I didn't get it. <laughs> hey, we make chocolate shoes. That's because <gasps> I forgot to order it. You do? <laughs> he probably ordered that at the other place. <laughs> 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 I know that you make I it. have a thing for shoes, and so I was like, Ooh, so people have... make chocolate shoes. They need one of those. Are Is that something you offer year-round? Yeah. We make chocolate shoes. All right, can you put your foot in them? Like if you're a dainty if foot, if you're really a dainty, a really foot. small person, if you yes. don't, if you don't have a high body temperature, <laughs> well, that would be me. <laughs> That's true. She I is mean, you're just. Very cold. I mean, it's like ninety degrees outside, and you're like, "Hey, Pri, want this uh, warming blanket?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think I kind of want that warming blanket." <laughs> Are they all heels? Are they? Yes. Like that? Okay. Of course, of course they, are. they are. I'm just well, trying to buy a flat. He's going he's gonna to make really? like a chocolate vans. No flats. <laughs> no chocolate flats. Yeah. What if you want to make Converse? No. No. No? Because no. the people that are going to buy a chocolate shoe do not want to buy chocolate Converse. Yeah, because like. That's a very, very niche market. And I don't know that Salt Lake can support that. <laughs> And we know how deep his expertise is yeah, in really. the niche market <laughs> of chocolate shops. In Salt Lake. <laughs> so. Quite am possibly. I, <laughs> am I ever going ever. to be invited back? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, see, the, the Have problem you seen is. how mean I am to him? I don't, con- <laughs> I don't, I don't really control the guests that we get. I just kind of <laughs> run the ship. Oh, and, no, they uh, told me what to say, but I don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> I, they have it all written out. It's, I don't even know where I put that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So you do, let's get away from chocolates a little bit. You you also do a podcast, I hear, right? Yes, I do. Is it good? First well, of all, how long I have you been doing There's only this? two podcasts that I know of in Salt Lake <laughs> that are really worth anything. And so, like, <laughs> one of them's the Cultural Hall. <laughs> Actually, we're having Richie on. Richie's awesome. amazing. Richie is do you amazing. Know what? No, I, oh, we've had Carrie on from Geek Show. I do a podcast with um, Dylan Maziato, um, and I'm totally messing up his last name, Dylan, but um, he... 
him and I are actually the co-host on this podcast. And it's really, Darren, Dylan's awesome. He knows everybody. So he will book guests and different people that I get to learn about. And so That's I what love Jess that. does. You're the Dylan. She's Dylan. <laughs> You're Dylan. I guess so. But it's incredible. I mean, Utah has so many amazing people mm-hmm. um, that it's really incredible to hear about them. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, for and, sure. You know, that- what I have done a lot, I'm sick of the routine answers. So I think technically we're supposed to ask eight questions. That's what Dylan tells me, but I don't ever <laughs> listen. But I don't ever listen. And so I usually like try to throw my guest off and I try to make them answer something from their heart because I think everybody has the prepared spill of what they're going to say. And it's all bullshit that they say like hundreds and hundreds of times. And I want them to tell me really what they they. We feel the exact same way. That's why I said your shop's on 7th East. You're such a liar. Totally through your entire Ah, What's the name of my shop? (laughs) Liar. (laughs) What's uh, my name? Do you even remember my name? Princess Bride. With a V or a PH? Come on. At least according to to what Jess has written down on here. Written on the cards. I totally agree with that. You know, they're... So many people, I think, especially mm, business people, media people are used to asking the same question over and over. And that's also been a big part of this is asking questions. Yes, of course, there are going to be. We need to get your bio. We need to find out. Just asked for my bio. And <laughs> I like <laughs> and I totally laughed, told us and I was just like. I don't even ever. But it was like late at night, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm not, I'm not writing a bio." <laughs> well, you know, everybody will say that, and I'm like, "But just like I'm a not, little, I'm not going to. you know, because you're right. Everybody does have a story, and you know, we don't want to ask your favorite, everybody's favorite color. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. everyone else has asked that. Blue and, and red. Those are good. And brown. Blue is stupid. <laughs> are you gonna break into Joseph? But I like color. But I like red and. But I like red and brown. I like wow. raspberries and chocolate. That's See, good. there you go. So good. That's my favorite. I love raspberries. Like a good raspberry cream. Ooh, mm. yeah, they have good stuff. You know what I hate about raspberries is the seeds. Oh, the seeds is my favorite part. I don't care. There's so many of them. <laughs> our will don't eat our raspberry creams because they, they have, have seeds, seeds in them. Mm. The other places will take time to kind of sift all the little <laughs> seeds out so that you don't know that I it's win. made with real raspberries. I found the caramel. Was that it the good? one with salt on top? No. No, oh, he said oh. that's a peanut butter one. Well, there's two of salt I don't on like top. salt. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I, I love salt, salt, but I don't the like salt on my chocolate. The one is a salted caramel. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. She's but watching her cholesterol. I need to so push she's like there. going for the non-salted one. You guys I don't have some there. I like salt on everything but chocolate. That's my favorite. I, I am not a fan of Do you know why you do it? It actually it tricks your taste buds. And so it actually makes the sweetness taste better. Better. I don't like it. <laughs> do you guys Not do any? Do you guys do any with uh, any chocolate that you mix chili into? We do. We do an Aztec spice caramel, mm-hmm. and it has a little bit of chili powder and um, a bunch of magic. Bunch of magic. <laughs> magic. Yeah, you don't have to. Get Aztec magic. magic. I actually think it has cayenne. Um, it has cayenne. <laughs> it has like cinnamon and mm, who knows cinnamon. what else. What kind of relationships are you building with other? businesses in our community are you talking about my love life now yeah. well, i mean if you want to tell us about your if love you want life to. it's pretty yeah. non-existent we were talking but, but about i made a Tinder. list of what i want yeah yeah <laughs> i actually made a list of what i want and 
I can send it to you and you can put it up. We'll put it on. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll there's like there. 40 items. And Perfect. so like you're not picky, though. No, but I kind of think that maybe like <laughs> he won't write a bio, but he has a list of 40 things. Well, he's been thinking about these for a long time. So because, yeah, I have a lot to think about. I, I have a friend that constantly is posting okay. like specific <laughs> things like the girl should be this tall and have this color of hair. And I'm like, you're kind of an I just want to post. You're kind of an ass. Wait, is that what you're going to say to my list? Yes. Well, it depends <laughs> well, on what but it's a really is. good list. Are they all physical attributes? No, but... Then but, I don't think that that's assy. But, but all but of I his did are say physic- one or two okay. tattoos because it might mean they're a little edgy. That's okay. And so, like, <laughs> so I'm just thinking... He's like, well, I hope she smokes because, you know, if she smokes, she pokes. <laughs> that- that's not on my list. So anyway... <laughs> he's <laughs> like, I gotta go home and update this. Moving right along. <laughs> oh, <but. laughs> Attack wow. of the microphone. Mike is jumping you out right now. So, yeah, moving so. right along. No, if they're not all physical, he just only ever posts like, she should be um, five foot three and she should have, and between five foot three and five foot seven. I already know have, who I'm going to end up with, so it just doesn't matter. It's dumb. You already know? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's, it's the coffee spoke it, or the tea, or whatever the hell. I don't <laughs> the know. Tea, the tea leaves? Yeah, it already said. But, okay, relationships with businesses in Salt Lake. This doesn't look like peanut butter. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure this is It's chocolate, chocolate. and peanut butter mixed together. It's a together. peanut butter truffle. It's a, yeah, peanut butter truffle. And there might be a <laughs> lot of peanut butter. Who cares? It. Does it taste good? I'm working on it. <laughs> okay, the chocolate shop in relationships. I think you have chocolate What's really on the tip cool of your nose. What's really cool is everybody likes chocolate, <laughs> so we can actually get along with most businesses. I like a lot of restaurants. I know there's a little part of me that hates my daughter because she doesn't like chocolate. <laughs> do you guys? Do you guys? None sell of me, I could say anything, and then I'm pretty sure I'm going to get married in October. Of <laughs> it'll be about four years, but I mean, I'm pretty sure of it. Hey, I'm going to get married in October and probably hey, around I don't four know years. How business relationships went to like personal <laughs> relationships. It's like, I like restaurants. I'm going to get married in October. Four in years a restaurant. Yeah, maybe in a restaurant. But and a chocolate I mean, wedding dress. October is actually a good time for weddings. And That's a chocolate okay, wedding dress. Know. No, and it's like fall. Wait, what? A chocolate wedding dress. No, elope. Like I'm gonna elope. So, so you like, could still I don't, have a wedding I mean, dress. It really doesn't matter what they're wearing because like they'll look amazing <laughs> with the, with their one or two tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, the the dress is you have only a good point. the <laughs> dress is only for the other people, right? It's not really for the partner. So uh, that's not necessarily true. It will depend on them. If they want to wear a dress, they can. You'll allow it? Well, I'm not going to dictate <laughs> what they can do. <laughs> they will be my equal. Actually, that is it. They will That's be my equal. That's number one, right? Mm, Maybe number yes. two. Top five. Behind hot. It's not even written, but they have to be my equal. So that's number 41. <laughs> I will add it right now. Actually, okay, but seriously, I, I carry it around, around my phone, phone with me. So my list is so on like, my phone so, in my notes section. So when you go and out I, on a and date. And like people will come and talk to me at the chocolate shop, and they'll be on dates. And it's not looking so good for some of them. The notes come out. And so like I go You're up like, to them, and I just say, did you guys even start a list? And then I like show them my list. And I like start <laughs> talking you? about the list. <laughs> and then 
and like some of them still my phone and texted to I themselves. just have a new thing for you. Can so you do movie nights, right? Yes. You have bands that come in. Yes. What else do you have? Uh comedians ever? You can start Maybe. dating dating a, a classes. Comedian? No. Do dating classes. Speed dating? Start teaching them how to make lists in your chocolate. Ooh. I could ch- I could make could money that. on that. You could. So if you're out on oh a gosh, date, actually if you're out on a date, do you whip out your phone and you're like, oh shit, she's not number three. Uh, sorry, we're done. Can we do Dutch no, here? No, but I'll Is do this... it as soon as I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you get so, home and you're like, as soon as, uh, oh, yeah, she fell number I'm... 25, not calling her back. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty high standards, man. I'm not going to take shit. And like, seriously. <laughs> so like, I've also learned that I'm pretty amazing. And so I, <laughs> I just like Chris, <laughs> but I am going to only accept amazing in return. And I'm just like Chris, I'm pretty but amazing. I'm not going to be better than them. I'll be equal. Equally and so amazing. Like, they'll be just as amazing as I am. They'll be awesome. That'll be like amazing. We're going to be the a fam, the a family in mm-hmm. like four years or whatever the hell it do is. Do they have to like chocolate? Is that on your list? That's not on my list, but I would say they can't like fish because fish is bad. Um, but oh. they, but chocolate's probably a good thing. Fish, fish is, is bad. bad. All fish, all seafood, or just mm, fish? Uh, yeah. No yeah. shrimp. Not a fan. Um, yeah, no not lobster, a fan. No lobster, no crab. Not Those yet. aren't fish. I mean, I guess maybe I, if, bugs of the sea. he's like waiting for you to name something maybe that might be okay. if I get drunk enough. And then <laughs> what if you covered it in chocolate? Oh. I'm oh. still convinced I could eat like a roach or something if it was covered in chocolate. That is just so a wrong. roach covered in chocolate is way different than fish covered in chocolate. That's that true. Is disgusting. That's true. Because a roach, it's a little teeny tiny piece of fish. They do have bugs covered in chocolate, by the way. I know. Do you guys remember? Do you guys do that? You and the chocolate covered bugs. Yeah, we had white elephants. Yeah, I think ants and grasshoppers are free in Utah. So crickets. You don't even have to pay for those. Oh my god! Why the hell did I come on this? You said you wanted to be asked different questions. Okay, so well, I guess I could go with the crickets. You were totally unprepared for talking about crickets and chocolate. I didn't see us going there. No, I didn't see that. You wanted to be asked questions that aren't. It's pretty different. Crickets and chocolate. Ooh, the Mormon crickets. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. The Mormon crickets in chocolate that's approved on the word of wisdom. (laughs) And so, like, I would think it would be covered. Totally. You're good. Oh just don't gosh, put salt on top of it, because then I can't try it. I just don't <laughs> dare try that anyways. Maybe you should do it as a joke and bring in, like, a bag of crickets and just see, like, what Kate, like how Kate reacts. Do it on, like, a Halloween. And how your crew reacts. No, see, <gasps> Kate would actually probably be cool with it. <laughs> and I would just be like, that's just so wrong. <laughs> it would be, be awesome. like some kind of health I code would, violation Like I would something. have to be like, we can never use that chocolate dipping bowl again. Again. Ever. Like that There's bowl like is going to be thrown and away. And we can parts. never. You could do a chocolate oh seagull. Oh my gosh, that's just so gross. Ew. A chocolate seagull. No, 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 no. Eating the chocolate. Eating the crickets. chocolate. Like he's going la la la. He's got his fingers happy in thoughts, his ears. Happy thoughts, happy thoughts. He wanted to go down a different <laughs> Go to my road. happy place. <laughs> he's like, where's the door? What's, okay, what's the craziest thing you ever dipped in chocolate? Not Actually, crickets for, for or the fish. TV show, we did do some weird stuff. We dipped like onion rings once. We dipped. Um, yeah, that doesn't sound good. I gotta be honest. I'm really picky, so like I'm not gonna ruin good chocolate. <laughs> 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 and so but I'm kind of like that's good though. I'm kind of like 
Yeah, no, that doesn't sound good. Do you do like candies, like the gummy bears and stuff like that? Yeah, we'll do <gasps> actually gummy, gummy worms. Gummy bears are my we do, favorite. We do cinnamon bears dipped in chocolate, and those are really good. Do you guys make yes. your own cinnamon bears, too? No. What kind of cinnamon bears do you sweets. use? We use sweets brands. Oh, so I like sweet cinnamon bears. Yeah, they're local. They're the well, and they're that should advertise the with you if they don't. <laughs> they they actually are my favorite do you, cinnamon bear. Do you do uh, chocolate covered gummy bears? We do not do gummy bears. The we, University of Utah Hospital mostly does. because we actually dip them by hand, and usually they're oh, that's they're a like pain in the butt. Yeah, you have to bears. really like drizzle over top yeah. of them to do the gummy bears. But we will do gummy worms. And we call them worms I need to in come. Mud. We need to go mm. get those. So those are kind of fun. Yeah. Wait, what do you call them? Worms in mud. Nice. Because they're kind of in Because they're they muddy. Muddy. Yeah. What else you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What I just love chocolate. That's one of the chocolate covered things I like. Chocolate covered cinnamon gummy bears are probably like my most favorite thing ever. Those are really good. Because cinnamon is one of my favorite flavors, and then there's chocolate. So you know, I'm a marshmallow girl. All things marshmallow. We make marshmallow. Our Rocky Road ice cream, we even have our own marshmallow cream in oh, that ice cream. But that has a nut yeah. in it, and I don't like nuts. Our Caramel Malone Krispies, which do not all have nuts. Car- um, actually, <laughs> like, you get that does Say that again. Caramel Malone. Caramel Malone Krispies. <laughs> and we have, it's a layer of Rice Krispie Treat <gasps> and a layer of marshmallow cream, layer of caramel. Another layer I of crispy and then dipped in the chocolate. That. Oh my that god. That sounds delicious. That sounds really Yeah, they're good. good. Has he had one? Yes, he has. Does he approve? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> you know, honestly, if he doesn't, who gives a shit? <laughs> right? He approves. They're delicious. He's good. Does the Utah University of Utah approve of Crimson Chip? Again, crimson <laughs> is not trademarkable because it's just a color. And so, and if we happen to have a colored chip ice cream. I love it. It's great. Wink. Wink. It's, creati- it's creativity. You need to do a blueberry something or other that's called cobalt for the real. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Chocolate. Soccer balls. See, we're not full of all little chocolate ideas. soccer we have, balls. We have, actually, we've made chocolate soccer balls. <laughs> See, it's not that funny. <laughs> no, and I just we do think, white chocolate. I think that that so might be a little too spot on, though. <laughs> if he's making chocolate soccer balls called cobalt something, I think that might be a little right there on the nose. Yeah, but it's not trademarked. You can't trademark. I'm not married yet, true. so it's okay. <laughs> 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 and maybe that's on their list. So. Do they I have is it on your? Let's go back to your list because this <laughs> yeah, is really entertaining for me. It's big. Um, do you want me to? Does, show does you your list say that they have to, to have again? their own list? Wait, what was that? Does your list say they have to have their own list for um, you? No, it doesn't. say Forty-two. That. <laughs> yeah, we should be writing these extra right, ones I'm down get, for I'll, you. I'm just deleting one. It's <laughs> 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 a little too specific. Oh, um, but sorry, you can you can read my list. There's multiple items, but yes, it's a wonderful list. We're going to get you a date. This isn't a terrible list. I would definitely say there are more than 40 things on this list. Well, I'm not not really good at math, and so that's actually probably another thing (laughs) that shouldn't be on their list. I'm not really good at math. Yeah, yeah, you don't. To marry them, they I read Positive Outlook is can use Outlook. Two different things, I guess. Having a positive Outlook? Yeah, versus being able to use Outlook. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know why I read it like that. Because you're an IT guy. You must be able to use, use the Outlook. Outlook. <laughs> okay, that's not on my list. I'm just saying that, right I there. I think that on everybody's list, it should be not stupid. There are too many stupid people in the world, and you shouldn't procreate with them. Oh. Yeah, See, this, is a good, this is a good list. This is a good a, list. A valid point. The only thing that look, looks wise in here is that they have to have a gorgeous smile. It actually says again, that's, that's okay smile. though. But like that's, that's okay. That's legit. Because they can be ugly as but, shit and have a good smile. <laughs> yeah. And, that's and two what, tattoos. But it's pretty subjective. Well, I mean, no, like, around two tattoos. At, at least one type to, tattoo because it means they're a little edgy. So one and a half. One's a work in progress. That's, that's the real reason is that they have to be a little edgy. Not two. They probably would be. What if they've me. got nipple piercings? Is that good in place of a <laughs> it's tattoo? Optional, I guess, but it's <laughs> that not like, on the not list. A it's not on yeah, the list. A, that's but an it's honest optional. list. That's not a that's not a terrible list. That's I think not you, like Jason's list. No, it's a really good list. It's but, a good list. Okay, I made this list and it's because not pretentious. my ex and I had divorced, and I was thinking as dating, what is really important to me? And I started going through all the different process of what I really liked. And you can hang with people that actually you hang with them and all they're going to do is talk about themselves. That's pretty boring after a while. So I started like just pinpointing different things that were important. Or you ha- we all have friends where everything is always going wrong for them. It's too hot. The air conditioning is broke. My car is broke. I really need an oil change. I need this. And everything's really negative. And those things really got on me where I was like, mm, yeah, I don't want that. And so like that's why I made my list. It's just these that's how they have that's why they have to know how to use outlook <laughs> that's a good apparently <laughs> apparently yeah you, you could definitely teach a course yeah on for a good sure list. yeah but i'm not really qualified but i won't really put that on the flyers you don't have to be cl- <laughs> i'll just Look, say that i'm gonna be clear with you're you. a good list we t- maker so though, we, we interviewed what okay. what's your name from the plant shop uh melinda melinda what's the that's shop name time and place time and place should I team up with her? Yes. <gasps> to be clear, she's, fun. she's not really qualified to run a plant shop. She just likes yeah, to garden. Yeah, she just came from the corporate she, world. She's like, I don't even really know how to take care of plants. I just read about the ones I like and bring them in. I don't really know how to do chocolates either. <laughs> but my grandma was really good. Yeah. I'm, well, you Same. said it was a hobby for yeah. the rest of your family. Don't her shop is just Don't just the corner, keep that between way. us. Don't tell anybody do else. Do you no, still no. take your chocolates outside of the shop to sell at bazaars and... Street markets and sometimes. I mean, we're it's really hard to transport chocolate. Yeah, and so we're kind of selective on what we would do. Um, they, actually, that is why we're trying to do the ice cream bars. We we'll sell frozen bananas <gasps> and dip, and dip them in chocolate. Well, of course. And so, like, we'll do like, that. What's the point of eating a frozen banana? <laughs> There's not chocolate on it. <laughs> That's a good Bingo. Point. <laughs> 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 For us, so. Herp. So we'll sell those at like street fairs and different events. But we're trying to figure different items that really, you know, you can sell. That's why I just eat my chocolate to transport it. But I think that's why we started our own events. Like we do, we call it the Avenues Block Parties. And we actually do the outdoor movies. We'll do five of them. And we put a big inflatable screen on our roof. Just over the summer? Yeah. And if you go to our Facebook page, we have the dates. The first one's June 16th. I have no clue so when coming this up, will air, but um, it'll air tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. morning. Tomorrow. Cool. But yeah, that, I mean, so for this us, movie. that's kind of fun. Isn't your Dylan sing? calculated? I'm a calculated Dylan. It's all on purpose. Isn't my what calculated? Your Dylan. 
Well, Dylan's calculated, yeah, but a, yeah, I, she's our see, Dylan. I didn't really qualify for that skill, so I'm just like, wait, where do <laughs> I need to go, Dylan? What Tell Jess me what is to do. saying? Where am I going? What Jess is saying is, we're having him on now. We're having you on now because we know you that in about ahead. two weeks he's going to yeah. have the first oh my event. Gosh, you're smarter than I am. <laughs> yeah, she she's does. Smarter than most of us. She does the marketing for Jeremy and I just sit and bullshit, and these guys do the work. Pretty much. I, I want to like sit it. and bullshit again someday. <laughs> you can. You're we'll come to your shop on Seventh East. Yeah. <laughs> Just ask for me. I'm sure I'll come. <laughs> up. Is that, is is that, that Mrs. Cap right here? Is that like going to the Sev on Thirteenth East and asking, asking for Thirteenth South and asking for Shannon Parkinson? <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. What? You look like you've done that before. No, I actually don't even know where that's so. So, Geek Show, this is totally unrelated, but Geek Show, for the longest time, always he said Shannon worked, worked at, the at the Sev. That's what they call the school that he but works he's at. he's a teacher. Because he's a right? teacher, and they right. didn't want to put that out there. And It's a running joke, and so he worked at the Sev. Well, People started they, asking They for started him. asking for him, and <laughs> they would, like... They said he worked at the Sev over in Liberty Park on, you know, across from Liberty Park on 13th South. And then they started saying, just come in and ask for me. <laughs> That's how people and do. people legit would go in there and ask for Shannon. <laughs> Cummings is going to be having people <laughs> and be like, Just go ask Steven for me. Here? I'm sure that Steven I'll with pop a up. And Actually, even if you ask for me at my own shop, 50-50. You should really I may not be there. <laughs> you should really specifically ask for Stephen Hatch, though. So that they know <laughs> like asking for the chocolate. That <laughs> shop is up the Or you could go ask for <laughs> Mrs. Kavanaugh at that shop. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask... Our employees, they're going to give you a blank look, and they may not crack us. <laughs> <laughs> why? Two questions. One, why are you hiring unpersonable people? And two, why are you not in your shop? He's got Hello, shit to do. I'm apparently promoting my Podcasting. movie. Podcasting? Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Promoting your movie? I'm promoting and his movie. And my list. date list. That's my list true. of people. He's got to go out and look at all of the people and try to decide which so ones look, are worth asking let's be the clear. questions. <laughs> Tinder does not have any for kind of list For four years from now, like that. October. That's when I got to go. <laughs> That's a long time. I'm not really sure the date's going to end up, but, you know, we'll see. It could be November That's or September. That's flexible. It's, it's, he's got a three-month window <laughs> four years from now. Yeah. 2021, Oh, baby. my gosh. That's pretty funny. Can we get serious again? No. I don't know how this is. Yeah, wait. What serious. do you want to know? Yeah. I just I want to know about your what your vision is because you've been in the Utah's own community for a long time now. You said, what, 2003? Um, what's your vision for... Hatch Family Chocolates and the Utah's own community. Where do you see yourself? Um, hopefully not bankrupt. It would be a good move. Um, honestly, we're just trying to make really kick-ass chocolates and really amazing ice cream and make people happy. That that's my immediate. The long term is we want to you know make a profit. We want to be able to pay ourselves. <laughs> um, but I I think ultimately it goes further than just money. It goes to the ideals. We really believe that we're a community shop. We do things that are for the community. Um, and the best example on that I have, we, we visited Brussels. It was probably 10, 15 years ago. And we went to Brussels, and I just remember all their chocolate shops were open at midnight. And so people were just going to the movies, going to restaurants, and then sitting at the chocolate shops. Well, where I grew up in American Fork, nothing was like that. And so, I mean, <laughs> 10 it, was, closed. Yeah, it was pretty close. But I thought what was amazing about the chocolate shops 
is it was families it was couples on dates it was older couples it was families it was all of that and i thought salt lake lacked that um we used to have like snow groves ice cream when i was a child yeah. growing up and it was amazing but they kind of faded away and it just seemed a little more rushed and fast fast paced i think what we're trying to create with hatch family chocolates is an experience the chocolates are part of that experience but it's all to give you a warm fuzzy feeling of remembering that you're a kid and that all of us are just, you know, kids at heart eating some pretty damn amazing ice cream and some pretty good chocolate. That's what we're trying to create. And I think the future of that is just continuing that and expanding and, and doing that, making people happy. What about your podcast? What is your future with your podcast? And how long have you been doing that for a while? You know, I started doing the, Dylan's been doing it for quite a while. I started about a year ago with the your creativity podcast and <clears throat> you know i'm open to what dylan tells me i i'm more well I, I mean i think what i mean by that is i don't want to dictate where it's gonna go i'm just open to where it is going and i love it and it, it's fun are you guys your focus is on creative people in the utah community is that what he's bringing in yeah again he tells me i'm only supposed to ask eight questions i don't in one ear, right out the other. I, I think that it's everybody can be creative also. And so all of us have different creative, and it can be art, it could be business, it can be all different kinds of things. And I think that your creativity is trying to find that in all of us and trying to highlight just some people that we may see that have that. <clears throat> is it that Dylan? Yes. Like, that Dylan? He's my friend on <laughs> Facebook. I've known him for a while. Dude, you're like legit. You're totally friends with him. I am. <laughs> like, I've met him, like, for real life, in real life and stuff. You got to understand, no one's a friend of hers on Facebook. It's pretty... No, seriously. She like, has I her, have, like, her profile is locked down, and so she keeps Are you, like, her trying to, like, advertise yourself? No, I've, 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 been sto- I've been stalked, and Truth so... Told, I don't even I'm not even your Facebook friend. No. I don't even think I'm your Facebook friend. You but are. Thank you just God. never post on I don't Facebook. Like, shoosh. I don't His know. wife is my Facebook friend. Dylan, Dylan is one of the most talented people I know that will never brag about himself. I like and Dylan. And he's really amazing at like graphic arts, and he's incredible. He knows everybody. He knows how to do everything. He's, I'm just kind of the person that sits there and makes smart ass comments. And so, but Dylan's awesome. He's a great graphic artist. Everyone needs smart ass comments. So. Your but that's my only your talent. Your role is important. That's okay. I guess that's why I'm my making. That's my role See, on the podcast. That's what some of us So Jess is Jess is the Dylan, and I'm the Stephen, <laughs> or something. So we got one more question for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, we do ask every guest this question because we are the New Utah Podcast. We're we're all about Utah, um, and you've lived here your whole life. Um, what's one thing that you would tell someone visiting Utah they had to do before leaving the state? Duh. I mean, besides eat I mean, family chocolates, if that can't be besides. Oh, what if yeah, that's his go-to? Well, I mean, that can be the thing, <laughs> but I want something else that that you love about Utah. Something that people should experience when they come here. Do you know? Okay, I yeah, I love our shop. Um, that's a given. But I'm I'm kind of tired of all the people that think Utah is just nothing and that it's boring and it's lame. I think there is so much in Utah to offer. Um, I lived in Chicago. And I loved it, but I missed Salt Lake. And I missed, we have so many amazing restaurants and that are all locally owned. The Garage on Beck is such a cool fill. They have, you know, the 
the Tesoro refinery right behind them. And it almost feels like you're in Louisiana um, <laughs> eating Southern food, watching a band play live music. That's one of my favorite places to go. Um, I love the mountains here. I love the arches down in Moab. I love all of that. And I, I think mostly it's just to learn that, you know, not everybody's the same stereotype. So you're going to find whatever you want in Salt Lake and in Utah. Now, where Oops. can people find you both your shop? Not on seven. Not on seven. And your podcast. <laughs> um, the, the podcast, I think it's your creativity. Um, and you can look for us on Facebook. Dylan is, again, the smart one to ask where it's at. And he would tell you exactly. Um, we'll link you. Don't worry. Yeah. he. <laughs> it, we do have our links on Facebook. And we have a Facebook page. And it's creativity. But it's with an eight as opposed to the A um, for creativity. And that's where you could find that. Hatch Family Chocolates. We're up in the avenues off of 8th Avenue. Um, our website's pretty archaic and crappy, so go to Facebook. And that's where we actually <laughs> update. I, I mean, it's just so fast-paced as far as everything changing. It's impossible to put all of our chocolates on there. And the best place is to look for us on Facebook or Instagram and see our events. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And, thank you uh, for bringing us. Yes, you can come no, you back anytime welcome. if You're you want to. Hopefully you we didn't you don't you. have to bring chocolates with you. Yeah, you, you can just come back. <laughs> yeah, you I mean, can if just you want, come. you can stop by that shop on 7th East. <laughs> yeah. I'll go talk to you. I don't even know if their chocolate's any good. I've really never had their chocolate. Okay. Whoa. Way big, long story. There's a big spot, like soap operas with chocolate shops in Utah. You, you know, you have Cummings, you had two brothers that then opened up different Cummings chocolate shops. There's like V chocolates. There's like all these different chocolate shops. Really? It's kind of a soap opera. I would say look at all of us. And then if you throw in Hatch Family Chocolates, me and Kate were married and then divorced. How do you feel about that? Whoa. So that could create yeah, drama I mean, in the you, chocolate you shop also. you got to change the name of the chocolate shop now? Well, because it's, yeah. it's, it's his name. <laughs> Was but, your grandma's last name Hatch? At one point. I mean, yeah, so some, at one point, she was Grandma Hatch. I just wanted Yeah. So, I mean, it's still legit. But I actually think that what's really cool is there's just so many incredible places in Salt Lake. That, that was kind of my point. Well, point. thanks for joining us, Stephen. We really, really had a good time. Yes, we did. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks again to uh, Stephen Hatch. I almost called him Nathan Hatch, and I'm pretty sure if I would have done that, <laughs> he would have like come to my house and stabbed me in my sleep. He's the, going to anyway. The Outlook hate mail. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be getting the Outlook no. hate mail. Well, yeah, because uh, his dates are required to know how to use Outlook, apparently, in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know how I read positive outlook is that. I, I don't know. It's an um, IT thing. So uh, we're not going to do a lot of news. Um, wanted to talk about a few things uh, that have been going on. So um, good old, speaking of Hatch, good old Senator Hatch. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't like things he does. Um, you know, whatever. I'm not uh, a hater. Uh, he's a powerful yes, man. Yes, you are. He's a powerful man in Congress, and I voted for him. I know, but you're a hater. And, uh, you know, he, he does a lot for the state of Utah, I think. Um, and one of the things that he's taken a, uh, I don't know to call it taking a liking to, but interest. he's really, he's taken an interest in, um, is our, is our suicide rate. 
Utah has one of the highest teen suicide rates in the country. And we've talked about it before. And, you know, there's, there is a number, there's, there's a few numbers out there for, for crisis hotlines. Uh, one is 801-587-3000. You know, there's, there's others, there's the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. But ultimately, at the end of the day, depending on where you're at, those numbers are, are different everywhere. And, you know, when you're in a crisis and, and you're, when you're having those kind of feelings um, that lead you down the road of suicide, trying to find a number for someone to talk to is very difficult sometimes. Um, so he is uh, going to introduce legislation nationally to create a three-digit line, just like 911, for uh, suicide prevention, for a suicide awesome. crisis hotline. What's the number going to be? Well, I think first he's got to uh, get the legislation passed to get that done. Hmm. But uh, pretty cool thing. Um, I, I I read that and I thought that we had to uh, we had to talk about it, um, especially coming off of Pride Weekend because I mean if you look at the numbers, the, the teen suicide rate, there are a lot of LGBTQ kids, um, especially in a state like Utah where it is hard to find acceptance in the areas that you feel like are are closest to your your family and, and your church and whatnot. Um, a lot of people commit suicide over that. So I was stationed. I was like one of the first people there in the morning to get my parade spot because that's how nerdy I am. And probably like an hour after I got there, uh, two vans pulled up when all these people piled out and all their hateful signs and, and no, no joke. They were yelling at parade entries about committing suicide. Like I'm telling them to kill themselves. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. so Christian and, and loving. Yeah. Well, I just, I mean, there, it, it, well, today there was, I saw a news article about a lady who is on trial because she like egged her boyfriend or something on to commit suicide. Like that's no different. And these people just get away with it. And I just, uh, fortunately, you know, the parade entries were amazing enough to you know like the big semis would slam on their horn to drown them out or you know whatever but the and and i i appreciate the freedom of speech but there like there's got to be a fine line for when it becomes hate speech especially when you're talking about suicide so i hope that that didn't trigger anything in anybody that walked by them so yeah it's it's um it's crazy, and it doesn't matter if it's you know hate speech for 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 homosexuals or you know anyone in the LGBTQ community, or if it's hate speech for anyone. people of the Islam faith or people of a different skin tone or people from Latin America. Like hate speech is hate speech, and while we have the freedom of speech in this country, um, you know sometimes that stuff it cuts people pretty hard, and uh, they can't deal with it. So. It's really cool to see Senator Hatch latch on to something like this and and uh, try to get some national legislation passed to, to help deal with a, a very it's it's a it's a nationwide problem, um, but it's a huge problem here in the state of Utah. Well, I feel like there's a line when you are voicing your opinion about something and when you're telling someone that they should go kill themselves. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. no longer opinion. That's yeah, I mean, if you want to say I don't think that what you're doing is right and I think that it's against religion, blah 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 then that that's that's your opinion and it's it's what you believe in but when you're 
telling other people that they should die. I mean, come on. Yeah. So, um, Jason Chaffetz's seat, uh, <laughs> the third con- third district seat. Um, there is so much shit going on. I wish we had an hour to talk about the craziness that's going on with that seat. Um, but just a couple things that are coming around. So, uh, did we talk about the $25 fee last week? Uh, I don't remember if we talked about it. I don't recall no. that. So, the Utah Republican Party um, is considering asking for a $25 fee to vote on Chief It's replacement in their primaries. What? <laughs> Sorry. How that hurt. Um, I was That can't shocked. be legal, can it? Yeah, no. so that's the question because they're they're pretty heavily in debt. Um, from the annual convention and from some other stuff that the Republican Party's done not well. Uh, and so they have been discussing, um, so they, they can't make it mandatory because that is absolutely illegal. Um, but the, uh, they, they are making a highly encouraged donation, uh, and will also carry a suggested registration fee of $20 if paid, paid ahead of time, $25 on site. So, no, you don't have to, but it's highly suggested. Um, another big thing is uh, the Democrats are looking to have the uh, GOP candidates disqualified, a whole bunch of uh, GOP can- candidates disqualified from the special election uh, that's going to take place. Um, and essentially, 15 GOP candidates broke their own party rules. Um, this is Peter. This is Peter Caroon, the Utah Democratic Party chairman, um, that's saying this. So he's saying that the 15 GOP candidates broke their own party rules. Um, he's contending that they didn't sign the Utah Republican Party's harsh loyalty oath within three days of the May 26 deadline for declaring their candidacies within the state. The candidates and the new Republican Party leadership have been caught in their own tangled political web. He says. Under their party rules, the Republican Party and the lieutenant governor's office have no option but to disqualify the candidates from running as Republicans. So basically... That leaves seven candidates. Yeah, I mean, that would really narrow the field. So essentially a whole bunch of, of Republicans, or they, they signed up, uh, and they didn't sign this crazy loyalty oath that the Republican Party requires in the state of Utah to be a member and to be um, considered on ballots. And as a result, basically Peter Kroon saying, look, your own party rules that, that you've created as, as part of your election process have been violated. These guys aren't eligible. And honestly, that's a pretty legit argument. Wouldn't you think if you were filing for like an official office, you would make sure all your paperwork was in order? Well, so this is the problem with the special election for Chaffetz. It happened in about a week and a half to two weeks time. Yeah, but somewhere in the back of your head, you have your that you're going to be running at some point. Like, don't maybe, you know the rules? Maybe, but maybe not. I mean, think about the the, the timeline. Like, Chaffetz announced, what, in the beginning of May? Maybe it was the end of April? It was alluded to. Yeah. so it In, was like, allu- April. Yeah, it was alluded in April that he might step down. And then I think at the beginning of May, he actually announced that he was not going to be running for re-election. And then he announced, like, a week later that he's actually stepping down. And he's going to leave early, and that's when the whole. He's really process like started. wobbling down. <laughs> and so the whole process starts, and it's over. Like what is it, May twenty sixth or something was the deadline. Mm-hmm. And so now you have thirty people sign up for candidacy, um, and rules weren't followed. Rules that have been in place, and if you want to change those rules, 
the time to do that starts when your party starts caucusing. But it's too late to change those rules for this special election. So there, that, that's a legit claim, and I, you know, they might be in trouble with the the people that can actually uh, run. Oh well. Yeah, and it, that's too many people well, anyway. It's, that's why it goes to primaries. Now the big the big issue here is because the deadline to file is over, and they filed as GOP candidates. They're now. Uh, they have to run independent, but they can't sign up as independent because the deadline's passed. So they're just out. That's fine with me. We'll see what happens. I'm sorry, I don't want people running who can't get all their paperwork in. Jeremy wants to talk about something. <laughs> <laughs> the fraternal order of the rooster? Th- that's for another day. Oh, okay. Um, no, the, this article about the, the Salt Lake City firm developing technology to regenerate human skin. Something that's cool, that's uh, another cool medical-type breakthrough that's coming out of Salt Our Lake. Our biomed is just insane coming out of the valley here now. So the article talks about one of the, one of the worst and most dedicate, devastating medical injuries you can have is debilitating burns to the skin. And so the, this Salt Lake City firm is developing... Technologies that can help replace injured skin. Basically, it regenerates their skin cells. That's really so cool. That, so they're not yeah. like growing skin somewhere else; they're like growing on them. That's really cool. Instead of having to grow it on, like, well, you know how they grow ears, like on the back of rats, and then they can, yeah. So instead of having to do that, they do. Or penis, no, I know they do. Or, or penises, <laughs> in, in the case of self, different things like that. So, so this is uh, this is just a really cool article because it's just another really cool medical breakthrough coming out of Salt Lake. Yeah, I mean, this is the this is the same kind of stuff we're seeing with, you know, the the heart mapping, the 3D heart mapping, the 3D printing of of organs, the uh, some of the other crazy stuff they've come up with. Well, this is really cool because, you know, if you think about it, a burn patient could go through as many plastic surgeries as possible, but, you know, the, that look of the burn might never be able to be taken away. And with this regeneration, it gives them a hope. It'll change their life uh, significantly. Because so. the scarring never goes away mm-hmm. either. So this is a yeah, and this is this is claiming almost scarless healing, which is pretty pretty crazy. I want to apologize that I uh, didn't read any of these because I was so busy today. That's all right. We're not going to get to all of them. I, I really just want to talk about one more, and it's one that we've kind of had around for a while um, because it's not super time sensitive. Um, but uh, I think it's I think it's worth talking about. So Utah is actually. You know, if you live in Salt Lake City, if you live in Ogden, if you live in Provo, it's really hard to see the stars. That was, from for me growing up in Wyoming, which is very, you know, sparsely populated. I don't, I don't know if you guys know that there's not a lot of people. In that what? <laughs> One of the things that I didn't deal with when I was a kid was light pollution. I could go out in my backyard and look up and I could see the stars. Um, in Salt Lake... If you go outside and you look up at two in the morning on a clear night sky, you see some stars. You might see like five. You might be able to see like the Big Dipper if you're lucky. You know, you might always make fun of where I live, but where I live is actually a dark sky, pollution-free city, and uh, it's amazing. Yeah, so light pollution is a, is a real thing, and it, and it lasts for a long time. 
But when you can get to a place and look up and truly see the stars, and there is a lot of Utah that you can do that. And we talk a lot about some of the national parks. Like I'll show you guys some pictures. Uh, my friend Dave Lind, um, he's taken some trips down into southern Utah into like Capitol Reef and Zion uh, and just taken the most beautiful pictures of the night sky, just gorgeous stars. Uh, I mean, just un- unbelievable stuff. But there's some place, there, there's a place very, very close to Salt Lake, other than Jess's house, which apparently has great star viewing. It does. Um, there, there is a place real close to Salt Lake as well that you can go, and that's that's actually uh, Antelope Island, right? Yes. So they're they're called the International Dark Sky Parks. So they're designated parks that are where you can see amazing stars. And yes, Antelope Island is one of the few that are here in Utah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Antelope Island State Park. Um, first off, there's no antelope on the island. Buffalo. There. I did see antelope on the way to work yesterday by my house. Did you hit one? <laughs> no, there was only four. Were they antelope or were they mule deer? No, they're antelope. Um, but yeah, so if you have not actually been able to see the stars, go out to Antelope Island and, and just go out at night. Go out after dusk, after the stupid gnats are gone, the biting gnats that exist out of Antelope Island, um, but, and, and go get a, a real good look at the, the night sky. It really is beautiful. Did you, you can, see the list of other places like worldwide that Antelope Island is included under? Like uh, South Korea, Australia, Ireland. I mean, that's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, so some other ones that are here in Utah, uh, there's Canyonlands, Capitol Reef, Cedar Breaks National Monument, Goblin Valley, uh, Weber County North Fork, uh, Dead Horse Point, um, Hoven Weep, and uh, Natural Bridges uh, are all places here in Utah. But yeah, I mean, being into the, the same place as some of these really just beautiful landscapes um being able to see the kind of night sky is is uh it's awesome there's only 46 international dark sky parks and we have that many and we you have, have to apply yeah. to to uh to be an international dark sky park and you have to indicate why you believe that the location is worthy and it has to meet certain requirements. If it doesn't meet them, you can actually fix those requirements and apply again. So so we have nine of the 46. It's pretty amazing. That's crazy. That's 20%. It's more than 20%, but it's 20%. <laughs> it's some other number. I don't want to figure out the decimal points. But Math it's hard. It's 20% more or less. Um, that's that's cool. And, I, you know, I it is one thing. So... I love Utah. I've been all over the country. I, I've said that many times. There's not a state I'd rather live in. That is the one thing that I miss from from growing up as a kid, though. Is is the uh, you can go to my house, the stars. So, and there's you know, light pollution is is light pollution's real. Uh, it, it spans quite the distance, and unless you have some kind of real barrier, and even then, you can see lights of the city mm-hmm. on the horizon, and that does impact how many stars you can see. Yep. Um, so when you can get out into a place like Zion or Canyonlands or Capitol Reef, where there's really, you know, the biggest town nearby is, is 1,200 people for miles, you know, you're going to be able to see a lot more stars. So um, I think that's going to do it for the night. Uh, 
Thanks again to uh, Stephen Hatch from uh, Cummings Chocolates. <laughs> from Rome Hatch Family Chocolates up there on uh, 8th Avenue. Um, we had a really great time with him, uh, so thanks for, for him joining us. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, reach out on Facebook. Uh, we, we like to talk to people uh, or, or on Twitter uh, at TNU Podcast. You can always check out our blog at thenewutah.wordpress.com. Uh, or come find us, uh, probably Jess more than any of the rest of us because she actually gets out more than we do. Um, but, uh, we're always out and about. So next week we got a really special, uh, really special guest and a really special sort of on site thing that we're doing. So, uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy that. And, uh, I think that's it. Good night, everybody. Thanks, James. He's just going to kiss the mic. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. People don't know what that is. It just sounds like a. <laughs> it yeah, it sounded like a kiss. You knew exactly what it was and you weren't even